0: Thank you.
1: back to the class now you just the breakout room i put you guys in a breakout room today to discuss the question we celebrate haiti as the first colonized black country that got independent and freedom beating the haitian the french and napoleon clr james even wrote in the Jacobin his book, the jacobin how Toussaint, who led the haitian revolution Successfully beat the French and was intrigued with how he was able to do so. But today we are learning that Haiti may not be really free. Why would anyone want to challenge Haiti's independence? And C.L.R. James' book, hailing the Haitian*, as successful in securing their independence. And why is it important for us to critically revisit the Caribbean past when we are critically making a determination about what is Caribbean? And of course. Question one answers question two, if you, if, you, if you look deep into it, question one answers question two. Why is it important for us to critically revisit the Caribbean's path when we are critically making a determination about what is Caribbean? Why? The answer. Because we celebrate Haiti as the first colonized country that got independence and freedom, beating the French and Napoleon. C.L.R. James even wrote in the Jacobin how Toussaint, who led the Haitian revolution, successfully beat the French and was intrigued with how he was able to do so. But today we are learning that Haiti may not be really free.
2: Why would anyone want to challenge Haiti's independence?
1: And C.L.R. James's book, Hailing the Haitians. So yes, because of the challenge that it leveled against the Caribbean as independent free nations. You said, you guys have to look into deep stuff. You know, when I ask questions, sometimes I answer them. I'd be very true.
2: Somebody's not in the class today.
1: The teacher, no, there's a teacher that's not here today. A gentleman, what's his name? Hanif is not here today. Hanif is not here today. Why isn't Hanif not here? He's,
2: on his way, sir. And if he's here,
1: he's
2: on see.
1: his way. On his way. On his. <laughs> how is he on his way to a client <laughs> anyway, that is remote? Anyway, I'm just. Okay, great, great. See, I'm getting to know the people. When you talk a lot, I get I know you. And like Sean, I'm getting to know you guys. So I answer the question: Why is it important for us to critically revisit? Because we are, we are, I'm here challenging the Caribbean the Caribbean independent. I think we are not really independent. So why is it important for us to critically revisit the Caribbean past? Because we say today that they are independent. But we are hearing today that Haiti is not really free, not independent. In fact, they had to pay France. They had to pay France to recognize their independence, which they just paid off. Which has kept them down. And last week, I even answered the question when I read you somebody was somebody's laughing in the group. Where is that book? Where is that book? miss. Where is my book? Where are my books? Ah, 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 right here. i read last week from this book and i said to you last week the structural adjustment issue is not surprisingly one surrounded by intense controversy and emotion this is because it does not concern simply economic policy or improving government performance but brings into question basic economic philosophy and ideology and may also involve the effective transfer of decision making from local hands. And I said to you, the globe, the Caribbean. We'll talk about today. I said to you today the, the, the in the, the first class we had, I said, Well, he France Fanon wrote. And and uh, France found and wrote that to the Caribbean is a political creature, or the or the colonized man is a political creature in the in the global sense, in the globalized sense of the um, of the term. What do I mean? Because when he thought that he was independent, yes, and he was speeding towards the nation, he was met with globalization and neoliberal globalization which meant what, what? which means tearing down borders, which means tearing down the hope of a nation. So isn't it ironic that you are in the, six, in the 1950s, going into the 1960s, and Haiti was independent way before that, from 1804, but the, much of the Caribbean countries West Indies, You're speeding, you get independence, or you're striving towards independence, or the nation, the idea of the nation, and as soon as you get independence, in an effort to realize the nation,
2: a nation, and when we talk about nationalism, what are we talking about? This book, Eli Kadori. Eli Kadori. She
1: defines nationalism as a doctrine invented in Europe at the beginning of the 19th Nationalism is what? a doctrine that was invented in Europe at the beginning of the 19th It pretends to supply a criteria for the determination of the unit of population proper to enjoy a government exclusively its own. A government that is what? Exclusively its own for the legitimate exercise of power in the state, in the state, and for the right organization of society of states. Briefly, the doctrine holds that humanity is naturally divided into nations, that nations are known by certain characteristics which can be ascertained, and that the only legitimate type of government is national self-government, not a self-government. Yes of democracy, meaning by the people, of the people, for the people. Part of nationalism recognizes and, act and appreciates democracy. And when you ask about how do you define democracy, Michael Manley says, when you talk about democracy, involves the people, a free people, a free nation who have realized the nation, who are governed by a people, who, so who are governed by uh, 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 a system, a democratic system of the people, by the people, for them. So again, when we talk about nationalism,
2: so these people in the Caribbean, they wanted their own government, they wanted their own nation, a nation, okay A nation
1: And I said to you, the nationalism, the doctrine holds that humanity is naturally divided into nations, and the nation so you wanted your, you wanted your own nation, the, your own nation. but I said to you. Suddenly, in the night, by the nineteen seventies, the Caribbean is met with the OPEC, the oil crisis, and in my new book, I talk about crisis. is you're going to learn that in my new book, I talk about crisis is a strategy. Crisis is a strategy, a strategy for some, okay, for people to continue their dominance, their privilege, their, privilege, their advantages in the world,
2: okay, Haiti. was a threat to the status quo, was a
1: threat to the advantages that certain people have in society. Haiti. So while they were free and got independence, their independence wasn't recognized and they had to pay, and what France they created a debt crisis, a crisis of debt. So if they owe France all this money that they had to pay, were they really free? So in the 1960s now, in the 70s, these countries, Jamaica, one of them, got independent in the 90s. The 70s, the oil, the oil crisis happened, where they increase, where they reduced they reduce, they reduce oil production, OPEC, the oil producing energy countries, including Russia and all of these other, and, and, and the Arab Emirates and countries of the Middle East and these oil producing countries, major countries, reduce production oil, sorry, oil production. To the point, and what happened when they did that? It increased the cost of oil. And countries that, if you don't have oil, you buy oil, and then you, you need you use foreign dollars to buy oil. That's what happened. Then the, the Caribbean don't have enough money, and they are going now to borrow money through the IMF. And the IMF used a program called structural adjustment to lend money to the Caribbean. Which and structural adjustment was according to Ramesh, was a political, was a a economic philosophy and an ideology that promoted American style of economics in the world. Okay? And it involves tearing down barriers, breaking down so there was, it means there was this this sense of the nation, tearing down this sense of the nation. So I, so so this was part of what I assignment. And of course, when you, when you respond in the assignment, if you and, and of course, I, I did an article that um, that speaks to what opportunities are there for the Caribbean to reinvent itself. But I'm not going to get into the article today because we don't have much time. And I want us to be able to watch the film and to define neoliberalism and to begin looking at cinema because because we're going we're gonna to revisit nationalism later on. But each of, I want each of the groups to just quickly tell me, answer the question, what, what are some of the discussion? One minute to just, what were some of your groups? How did you guys group? How did, sorry, how was, what did you guys come up with in terms of looking at the question? Who wants to go first? Are you guys hearing?
3: Yes, sir. We hearing.
1: All right. What group, group? one. All right. Let's start with group one. Right. By the way, you guys were quite active in group one. You guys were doing. It. You guys were really intense. Tell me what did. What are some of the um, discussions you guys were having? Some of the conversations you guys, or points that you guys raised in relation to the question. In relation to the question.
2: Well, for group one, sir, we would have
3: come up with, a question, with the answer of um, why is it important to revisit the Caribbean past? And it is so that we were discussing that, you know, everyone in the Caribbean know we are still remembering the slavery and the legacy of slavery and the historical response to it, it, it still lingers. It, it, it still lingers in the Caribbean. And that's...
1: You know, By the way, we, I'm glad to see all your faces. I'm going to ask all of you to please open up your screen. I want to see you Yes, yeah, so go, it, it still lingers. Yes, it's sir. Still, lingers.
3: still linger in the Caribbean. And
1: um, oh, how, does it, how does it linger in the Caribbean?
3: Lingers because of the the poverty that we are facing. The question is asking, you know, what do we believe and how do we get here? Who are we? And the fact that if it is to say that we are free from slavery, let me just with it on a flat basically. We are free from slavery. Why is it that we are still going through all this? that reminds us
1: of slavery oh my god stop right there write that question down What what a what a powerful say this again what did you just say powerful powerful who said that just now Janet write that down I'm recording oh my god man powerful Say that yes, again. Sir. Say say that again, please. What did you just say? So profound. Say that. Say it again, sir. You let me
3: laugh.
2: I am sorry. I am Stop. so. Tell gonna,
3: tell gonna, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> this is juicy, <laughs> No, when Most you, you,
4: come up, to the when time you time guys come,
1: when you time time guys. To the let me time. tell you, guys. I like. Yes. This is the kind of. This is the kind of. <laughs> Thinking that 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 is that leads to great discussions. This kind of critical thinking and academic thinking. When you ask questions like that, that question is that question is deep. It's deep. Yes. deep. How is it that we are? How is it that we say we? You said first of all, you and I was going to ask you. What do you mean by we? It still lingers. But then you went on I to say free. that. You talk about why is it that slavery still lingers? The experience of slavery still lingers. Well, you know, we say we are free from slavery, but the experience and they say poverty, we are still poor. We are still economically behind and so on and so forth. Why is it? What a powerful. So you are saying that because the the reality of Jamaica, the reality of the Caribbean still looks and feels like we are still living in slavery, not in terms of forced slavery, but the consequence of slavery. We still experience that in a sense. Wow.
4: Yes.
3: Yes, sir. Continue,
4: continue. Yes. Yes. Right. So, yes. Somebody wants to go. I was going to say, also, um, all right. So, for the Caribbean, Jamaica, right? Um, it's like uh, we are actually at the stage where we are fighting against each other because even back in, in slavery days, where the the the, the, the slave masters, he was forced, like beat beaten and all that stuff. Now in, in our in, in the 21st century, that is still happening where we're actually fighting our own ourselves. Right. So it's like the fact that they use us brute force on us, they, it's like we're still in that in that mentality where we fight against each other, we treating each other as as black people. I would kind of use as one in you know, a Um because we are growing up growing up back in back in the days, um, there was no black family. And so because because that um Back in the days, can't they can't have families in, in in the slavery um plantations. So right now, um now in Jamaica, you have mother single mothers that are um lot um, of father to assist them with their kids, single fathers it's like there's there's this segregation, there's this um this 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 world fighting and it is from the slavery days because we, we, we that, our ancestors think, let, me, up, let me put you know,
1: it let me put it into perspective a little bit. Let me clean it up a bit for what you're trying to say here. So you're saying that in terms of even in terms of the, the experience of family, you L- look at the, the the social organization within the Caribbean, or how family is organized, or our organizational dynamic around family, and so on. How that is how that is haphazard. You're saying, or you're saying that we have a, a, a lot a, a lot. You don't the, that family unit that of of, of of a nuclear family or extended family. It's not what well, you have is a lot of single parent homes and that has helped to create this kind of divided, dividedness the fact that we kept this our sense of our sense of organization have been disrupted and you still find that in caribbean today
3: exactly
1: sir interesting that's powerful anybody um, else yeah, yeah, so we
5: also discussed that, you know, we are free on paper, but we're not really free mentally. Mentality, our mentality is like we're still enslaved, but we are, we, are, we say we are free on paper, we are independent, but we're not free because we still have to depend on other countries for stuff, and uh, we think, as the white do, we we cannot. Certain, we have to groom ourselves properly because that's all the whites says, Oh, we have to groom ourselves, so we have that certain mentality. We still carry to this day, even though we say we are free, but we're not. We're not really free because we're still held. Back. I love what you're
1: saying. Perf- Perfect. You can write a little essay or something about. You said that we are not free. i, mean, I said, no, no. I mean, just because I uh, find just because you cannot provide for yourself economically, does, does not does that mean that you are not free? That's the question then you will have to ask. I mean, what is what is it to be free then? And they have to, What is it to be free? And I, I talk about is is we talk about nationalism, government by the people of the people is the experience of nationalism, but also the ability to be able to provide for yourself, the ability to be able to take advantage of the resources that you have and to participate in a competitive world where you are free to participate without without any bureaucratic strategy that places you at the back of the pack that's a very important point you're making
5: yes Yes, sir. yes sir. But you're because, okay,
1: when you look when we were not free we were we were we were dependent yes okay? we
5: were dependent we still are
1: Great, so, one, so that, that's how you look at it. So one of one of the operative words, when you say, okay, how do you define someone who is free, someone who is not dependent? Someone who is not dependent, and when you study slavery, the slaves were dependent on somebody else, on the master right. to provide for them. So, okay, now, fast forward 10, I mean, 100 years from now, 170 years old, but no longer, we're, we're, no, we, we are now independent nations. And we said that one of the things that characterise, one of the one of the things that character the factors that characterise and uh, uh, and uh, a country or a person that is not independent,
2: or so that I is living
1: under the sorry. slave is the uh, is sorry the dependency or independence. But now you are free. Are we dependent or independent? We are still. We say we talk. We have. We still talk about. We are still dependent. So, so then we you are free
3: add, and, paper. and
1: so I see the point you're making here, you made it, that's a powerful point. And when you argue that point, then you can get into it now by lifting up certain points by saying, well, well I made this point because you make an assertion, you make a, 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 an assertion, so this is the logic. No, you, you're trying to get to a logical conclusion. You, you make an assertion by saying, we are not free because we are still dependent. So therefore your argument is saying that if, okay, one of the characteristics of slavery is dependency. Okay, they look to the slave master. But today, they are still dependent, looking to the former slave master. Okay. Now, who have used, I'm going to add to this, who through strategy, yes, have created a situation where those who are formerly free, who are formerly enslaved are now free, will continue to remain free through a strategy of facade, a facade that purports, that purports, P-U-R-P-O-R-T, purports or that is putative, a putative. Some, we talk about something that is putative, talk about a facade, something that you think it's free, but it's not really free. Okay, so, so it provides a facade of freedom, but through a strategy that continues to put them in a dynamic of lack, a, a dynamic of dependency. Okay, however, but is, we don't call it slavery anymore, okay? We don't call it any slavery anymore because since they invented shattered labor, they invented shadow label. And they develop a way now. Oh, we don't have to, we don't have to look after their look after these people. Why do we have to look after them? Let them look after themselves. Let us make them into people who can maybe look after themselves and buy our products. <laughs> Anyways, Hanif, your hand was up.
6: Hanif. Uh, good night. Yes, good night colleagues.
1: What group are you in? Your group missed you today.
6: Well, sorry, I apologize, I was completely exhausted and famished, I had to. I left for to get food, I'm supposed to be in group one, I believe.
4: Yes, group one, it one, I heard on right,
6: about it? If there is, a, if there is a, an argument contesting, what is the democratic freedom of Haiti versus a perspective that they're actually not free? So that's what I think one of the news questions was about.
1: Yes, and that's for the homework assignment. Okay. Oh,
6: sir, guys, um, who, who i sorry, oh. yeah. I believe that, sir, it's a, okay, this is, this discussion is very critical because we really have to have information, we can't be assumptive, but I think, sir uncle, class, since the beginning of time, our world has been established on systems. In the midst of chaos, there is always a system, there is a natural system. For example the system of water bodies where um under normal circumstances when gravity and everything is in place the the water bodies can't pass ashore it takes an abnormal event and i believe that we are under the same kind of governance that there is a system and unless there's an abnormal event then the systems will always reign supreme so when you say that there is freedom there is establishment of a democracy, but there is also the lack of freedom, where the persons who have been given that democracy may not be aware, and their minds are still enslaved because of years of a system that is not only hereditary, but it is also, it's, if I can say, it's abstractly hereditary, meaning we have seen it passed down, we're operating in it without even realizing. It only happens when you take a step back. If you're insightful, you're analytical and you say, hold on. Why is it that we are doing this this way? Why is it that this is happening? So I believe that freedom is both absolute, but it is also relative. And I believe that the systems that are established have caused us not to live in the world of absolute freedom. Because, you know, there is a plateau that each person will reach. But the ceiling is different. The ceiling for, let's say, the Caucasian is higher than the ceiling for the black person. And we see that in the different cultures. If you can even look at just net worth, something like net worth, you type in richest individuals in the world, black persons are not in the top 20 richest persons in the world. But they may follow the exact same rules as the Caucasians. But it seems and I say seems because we're not going to be able to have all the concrete evidence. But it seems that no matter what they may do, they may never break into that top tier of wealthiest, most prosperous, most successful persons. So what I believe we're doing, we're always, as black persons, constantly chasing freedom because a system is not entirely inclusive and will allow us to reach that maximum, that optimal freedom that our potentials can get us break the system away and establish a system that is fear you're gonna see top five richest persons a black man a black woman there isn't the system oh, can't no, always you you,
1: you you make a very important but you said break the system
6: right break, break it and establish a fear system
1: so if it's so the system so the system is on so you talk about so this, this is a systematic thing yes yeah, it's systematic if it is systematic then you said, in order to break a system, what what requires to break a system?
6: That sir, that requires an, another course <laughs> <laughs> because the breaking the system, sir. Come on, sir. You know right, how I'm the dynamics that?
1: I'm gonna say we something. Get
6: into that though?
1: If you read the lec- if you read the the lecture points and the notes that I sent you guys, it, I think it's twenty pages, and I keep updating it. I just sent a new one out. One of the lectures, one of if you look at. I asked on the second page, the second page, there are some questions. And one of the questions, and I actually can share my, I will share my screen now. So let me share my screen. And one of the one of the questions, I have some questions since we are already here, since, since you raised that. I'll go. I don't know, I think I, I and I'm gonna send an updated version of this, but I ask a slew of questions. Which I answered. Let's go to the top. Lectures in Caribbean Thought towards developing a Caribbean Thought academic journal. Um, And I begin by saying to start a new anything, to start a new anything requires a a journey in a past that begins to tell our story. To start a new anything requires a journey in the past
2: that begins to tell a story.
1: And then I start by saying the Negro is not any more than the white man. Franz Fanon in black skin, white mask, psychoanalyses the colonized, the systematically controlled man or woman. He removes the dominant view within comparison, striving for the, for the empowered self, According to Homi Baba, here in the familiar, the familiar alignment of colonial controlled subjects is disturbed by a break, a pause from the usual to reveal a truly authentic self. When we hear of blah, 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 so on and so forth, anyway, that's not where I want us to be. I want us to go, I ask you this question, initial questions for consideration for the lecture series. What is Caribbean thought and who determines this? The question of what is anything is a question about life, requiring an investigation about what is true about reality. What does this mean when exploring the question, what is Caribbean? Is the, is, is the white-collar crimes occurring in Jamaica, where the rich are having their monies in banks stolen as a result of colonization, is Jamaica a corrupt country which accounts for its lack, its, its, its uncompetitiveness and its vulnerability? Um, what does Fanon mean by the Negro is not any more than the white man. There's a group that's doing that and they want me to give them something. That's fine. But if you want, if I'm going to give you a quick thing, if you want to answer question six, Homibaba, location of culture and Wretched of the earth by Frantz Fanon. I will give you a link that they answer that question quite profoundly. Um, Anyways, but you go, and then there's a question that says, how does Baba interpret Fanon's depiction of the, colonize, of the colonized man in Wretched of the Earth? What is the importance of V.S. Nepal to the influence and development of Caribbean thought according to Homi Baba in the location of culture? See the preface of Homi Baba. Um, how do you describe the socio-political economy of Jamaica and the Caribbean today? What apology can you provide to those who are pessimistic of change and hope, believing that that's the way it is? Now that's important. Number ten. What apology? When I ask about apology, I'm talking about theological apology. I'm talking about apologetics. What
2: logic apologetics
1: is is the use of logic to defend the faith. So what logic can you provide in theology or in whatever to those who are pessimistic of change? Number 11, if the fallen can perceive of anything, what will upend violence? If the fallen can perceive of anything, what will upend violence? This is a very important paper. Um, Now, I am going to stop, and this is where I will be here. Now, Anif asked about some of these things is systematic. And so I'm going to say to you, if the fallen can perceive of anything better, what will upend violence? If the fallen can't perceive of anything better, then what will upend violence? The history of man, the the history of violence done to them, done to man, the colonized, Debilitates their capacity for eureka. Eureka comes from the ancient Greek word, meaning I have found it, eureka, which means I have found it. For human beings have always broken barriers. There is no challenge we will not accept or taken on. For this is who man is and what he does that has led to discovery, innovations, and invention in science and technology. It is therefore a position and an ambivalent conclusion to discount ideas that considers the end of violence as just another platonic conception of a utopic world that cannot and will never exist, given the human nature of humans to accept a defeatist and pessimistic nature about themselves, which then leads to the human fate. The initial arguments here are also explored on the neoliberal around podcast episode, Explore some breaking news story relating to wider social issues and challenges in the world. We explore the state of our boys. Blah blah blah, so on and so. On. Um, that's not where we are. Um, we no. This is the this is the part I want to talk about. raise. the issue of violence. The same amount of violence that it takes to control people requires the same amount of force to push back against that violence. Again, we also discuss the issue of violence. The same amount of violence that it takes to control people requires the same amount of force to push back against that violence. This is a law of thermodynamics from Newton's second law, which states the acceleration of an object is produced by a net force is directly proportional to the magnitude of the net force in the same direction as the net force and inversely proportional to the mass of the subject such is the law of thermodynamics and physics. Yet violence is the opium of the few and the privilege that continues its position. Violence from below is dismantled, taken to mean criminal, but that is what it is, an attack against a status quo. When is violence accepted? Is it when violence used, is used to stop oppression and discrimination or the invasion and penetration of, of, of the superpowers? But the world has become sophisticated. Violence that disrupts leading to uprooting culture, edifices and nature is defeatist. For what good is that for the people who must live off that at the end? Something must remain. Then we're left with Martin Luther King and his diplomatic endeavor that only ceremonially leads to gifted freedoms and his demise. Or Marcus Garvey, back to Africa endeavor, which devolved into nepotism or the usual countervailance of the dominant. Martin Luther King was assassinated, and Garvey was jailed, deported, leading to his demands. The Archeans or the Greeks, had looked to Achilles, or Achilles, the warrior godman, as the consummate hero through violence, would vilify the Archeans over the Trojans for their thievery, because they stole their woman. The Jews would look to the coming of a god in Jesus, who will plunder all and restore the glory of Judah, then picked up by the Greeks in their Judeo-Christianity of a Jesus Christ as the ultimate savior, but departed from the image of war and violence to one of sacrifice and love. Yet the church had their crusades, a violent religious war against another religious group for dominance and prominence. Today, violence has intensified all over the world. So that even the U.S. today, which represented a new free world with democracy and laws, had its U.S. capital attacked by the same citizens who were opposing the decision of its brethren through violence led by their leaders, elites using strategy and the usual jargon that enticed the base, led a coup, which was an American experiment by extremists. Russia has invaded Ukraine, wiping out community and creating chaos in Europe calling it a world-saving mission where he is denazifying Ukraine and Eastern Europe. He spares no mercy and stands defiant in his violence based in biases about a particular privilege that he must maintain through the value and ideology of Mother Russia. We thought that the 1980s saw the destruction of the Berlin Wall and the fall of the Soviet Union and communism, but that was just a facade to facilitate neoliberal globalization, which old mother Russia would use to its advantage to gain a greater hold in the world. Violence is a pandemic, infecting even the very young and the very old. Recently, a six-year-old boy in the U.S. shot and killed his elementary school teacher. A 72-year-old man went into a dance studio in Monterey Park and killing 10 people in 11 and injuring 19. He later took his life. Jamaica is still considered a very violent country with one of the highest crime rates. And there's been a spike in violence in black and brown communities in the UK and US, stemming from relative deprivation. Therefore, we are everywhere influenced and affected by some amount of violence, from colonization to emancipation, and current aggression and invasion in the world. How effective is violence a tool for change? And what is the solution to all this violence? Laws that attempt to limit gun access have met wars from powerful gun lobbyists and their supporters in the seat of government, so on and so forth. And talk about Jamaica um, have only created a burgeoning black market without any end to its levels of violence. Video games, media, and celebrity praise the gun, which continues to condition this affinity for guns and easy retreat into violence. So the answer must lie with love. Bob Marley's religion, which expresses itself in sacrificial and constructive mechanism, Does it not require an act of sacrifice, a character that is outside of human nature given the fall? People cannot fathom any utopia or society of charity based on sacrifice and love while having a a perfect competitive society leading to advancement. Humanity cannot envision a society of equal human beings sharing their life with the other, for we have been so damaged by colonization and acts of terrorism and discrimination in every corner. Humans are suspicious Of themselves and each other, and therefore lack any will or room for such progress. But if it takes force to push back against force, and violence on top of violence breeds more violence, then the most effective force that disrupts and changes the plight of men would be the the epidemic of unconditional love, imbued with sacrifice and inclusion of the other. Charity, better understood in Koinonia, Greek, to mean Koinonia, the old paternal so here I talk about violence but a violence of love but I say to you Franz Fanon talks about violence and nationalists and, and a lot of democratic socialists talk about and the period of the 50s and the 60s a lot of violence that you know for people who are fighting for change so does it require a kind of violence look what okay fine look and I say to you it requires love But the people who are violent with those, the people who are being oppressed, they already have love. They can beat others with love. Does that work? Yeah, they can kill you with love, but what's the response? The response haven't met with love. It continues the violence that comes from a human nature, that privilege itself. So if it takes the same amount of force to push back against another, then yes, those from the top can only respond in love, but those at the bottom, can only respond in what? Violence? Or what kind of violence? But they outlaw violence. Violence is seen as something bad, depending on who is the, if you're black, then violence is bad, okay? If you're Haiti who fought for your violence, oh sorry, who fought to violence for your independence, that is bad. We won't recognize it unless you pay $24 billion. But if you are America or come from a, another kind of country, yes? With white people, not black people, white people, then your, your violence is accepted, acceptable. And you find what's going on in the U S today. The people who led the coup against, against this extremist attack, they are still walking free. Okay. But when black lives matter people was marching for freedom, that was the problem. And, and, and local citizens took gun shooting in, 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 the, in the inside of the, in the protesters. And then there were people there was and then it was and that was fine. This is quite interesting as we look at this whole issue of violence. This is quite powerful. Um, any oh, more sorry. comments Yes
6: Anif. The, the, this I think this is an extremely pivotal section of the class where you read that very uh, that piece that I believe is critical to the argument of what to do in the current state of the world concerning neoliberalism and. Pan-nationalism, if I can say that. Can we, then, oh sorry, can we then, sir, if the system that exists, that is perpetuating slavery in, under the disguise of democracy, if violence is what you are showing examples of what nations and organizations are doing to get across their mandate. It's violence. Russia claims that, hey, we need to purge this nation of the corruption by using violence. Violence here, violence there. But then you said, those from the top should use love because suggesting, and I agree, that it is only the force of unconditional love that can truly free us from this toxic tendency to believe that violence is the answer to all um, problems and violence is the gateway into development. But, sir, uh, we are discussing where it's, we're implying and we're stating based on facts and empiricism that those who control the system cannot or don't seem to demonstrate that unconditional love, sir. That's, what, that, that's the mystery now. Because if those from the top are oppressing those at the base, with violence, because that's exactly what Putin is doing how can those, based on the second law of motion, respond with the equal and opposite with the equal force of unconditional love? Human nature will dictate that if you slap me, it will take a greater power than the human nature to not slap you in return. If I am going to yes, if I'm going to draw an unconditional love, first thing. It has to be put in me intentionally because my nature dictates that I do not possess that quality of unconditional love. It is the highest level of, it is the optimal human character, sir. But then it can't be a human character because unconditional love can only be given by God if we're looking at the Christian faith. So how is it we're going to use unconditional love to oppose the violence, sir? So can you answer that, sir? Unconditional love has to come in to prevent us from imploding as a world. Point I mean, okay, from violence. The, point
1: is, the point is if there is no unconditional love by those people who are who are using violence to oppress those who are to oppress to oppress those who are being victimized by their by this force, this violence, yes, of those, of the oppressor. And the oppressor does does not act. As much as he accepts uh, religion, he still is acting outside of a human nature that is tainted by privilege. Then, therefore, the people at the bottom then can only respond in violence. Then, the same amount of violence that it takes to, uh, to stop violence, the same amount of force, of the force that it takes to stop uh, to upend a force, it it, it okay. It, it requires the same amount of force, or or even more force. To push against the current. Yes?
2: So therefore, the question is,
1: are people, uh, um, the question is, is violence then okay? Is violence then acceptable? If, though, if it requires love and those from the top and those at the top are not acting out of love and it seems as if love, unconditional love, has escaped them, then it means then that the only opium that the few have is violence. But then we see where violence, only those who are at the top, the, we have a system, a law, that even with even cops, a system that allows for the con- systematic abuse and violence of the oppressed. So therefore, and then we have a system of laws that, that continue, and that, that allows for those who are being oppressed to be complicit and to comply through laws
2: and through arrangements and through
1: ceremonies. This is quite, this is a powerful discussion, but we won't, anyway, but we can, we'll talk some more about that when we get into, when we start reading Wretched of the Earth some more. But um, we're gonna wrap up this this particular section as we get ready to watch the movie. What is the difference between liberalism and neoliberalism? Um, can you guys,
2: Integrated webcam game to virtual backgrounds to video. I want to be able to see myself fine. Um, let's stop share for a second. There we go. And, um, Good. Now, before we get into the movie,
1: let me just wrap up this lecture by saying that Frantz Fanon wrote Black Skinned White Mask and wrote in his psychoanalysis of the black man that the Negro is not any more than the white man.
2: Powerful A powerful
1: new way, a powerful new way of redefining and reinventing the black self from the usual comparative of less than. But now empowering his image using revolutionary language. It is a top down or it's a top down or not a bottom up view of the self. Putting him at the center of his analysis. As not less than, but not more than either. None is more than the other, instead of none is less than. Farnon disposes that usual binary within which we compare ourselves with the other, stemming from colonization. He eschews or rejects the ways we compare ourselves within the dominant view, but now he removes the dominant view within which we compare ourselves. This makes Fanon. Exceptional as a critical and postmodern thinker beyond his years. The Negro is not any more than the white man. Franz Fanon in black skin white mask removes the dominant view.
2: Now, let's now go to what's the difference between neoliberalism
1: and liberalism since we have been talking about neoliberalism. There is a difference between liberalism and neoliberalism. Liberalism was the dominant or the, sorry, was the humanist ideology, the humanist ideology, the humanist ideology, promoting individualism and the free will. It was a social theory within the humanity. However, liberalism, like all useful theories, doctrines or things became adopted and was adapted within another discipline, economics, due to its usage. And normalization within the corporate industry by capitalists and the large corporation. And um, you can see Richard Edward and Harry Braverman in Labor and Monopoly Capital in 1998. Now, I think I have another book I've been reading recently. Uh, it's called Organizing America Wealth, Power, and the Origins of Corporate Capitalism by Charles Perot. Okay. So that's a, that's a book that probably you can refer to. You can also see my book, Neoliberalism. That was published in 2021. Now, let me continue. The idea, principles and guarantees of liberalism, liberalism provided as useful opportunity to remake into an economic theory, a strategy to advance capitalist bottom line and the goal for profit. This new liberalist thrust within economy or econ- economics, gave rise to the term neoliberalism. Neoliberalism was thus the breaking down of barriers which allow for the penetration of capitalism or capital, because capital is about profit and goes where it can, or where it can garner supernormal profits. Remember, supernormal profits. So liberalism, is the idea that puts man, liberalism, that puts man at the center,
2: defending freedoms and free wills
1: with no barriers. That's liberalism. Neoliberalism uses that logic of liberalism to open up markets, structural adjustment, leading to its penetration for its sake.
2: Open borders, Open borders for open
1: trade. But those with the advantage, or with the advantages, who can enter markets and compete with the novices will most certainly win. Rules were created as arrangements within this newly designed liberalism of economic necessity. The rules, however, fulfilled the capitalist desires to shackle the competition with rules that they were largely above and only pretended to subscribe to, rules that they promoted and defended. John Williamson, the inventor of the term Washington Consensus, believes the term, which is part of neoliberalism, has two quite different meanings. First is the meaning he gave the term, which involved consensus around a set of 10 policy reforms. And I'm going to actually share my screen so you can see what I'm
2: talking about. Your screen here.
1: John Williamson, the inventor of the term, the inventor of the term Washington Consensus, believes the term has two quite different meanings First is the meaning he gave the term, which involved consensus around a set of 10 policy reforms, which he believed were widely accepted as beneficial by economists in the original formulation. These were one, fiscal discipline. Two, a redirection of public expenditure priorities towards fields operation, both high economic returns and the potential to improve income distribution, such as primary healthcare, primary education and infrastructure. Three, tax reform to lower marginal rates and broaden the tax base. Four, interest rate liberalization. Interest rate liberalization. Five, a competitive exchange rate. You know Jamaica in the seventies had to, and the sixties starting from the sixties had to re devalue their exchange rate, and they talk okay. Six trade liberalization, seven liberalization of the um, FDI flows, the FDI foreign direct investment inflows. Eight privatization, privatization, privatization. You guys are familiar with that, especially privatization. Uh, 9 um at nine, deregulation in the sense of abolishing barriers to entry and exit. And 10, secure property rights. Second is the meaning the term has acquired, market fundamentalism or neoliberalism, laissez-faire, Reaganomics, let us bash the state, the markets will resolve everything. Now, and I said, you can see David Moss. For our examination, we use the term from the latter rather than the formal common usage to denote the extremism with which liberal economic policies were applied through bureaucracies, IMF, World Bank, so on and so forth, that were strategically pharisaical. By that I mean duplicitous, hypocritical, do as I say but not as I do, denoting the power dynamic at play in neoliberal globalization and neoliberalism. This was the new capitalism, where capital were pharisaical in their endeavors within a new bureaucratic phenomenon, driven by duplicity,
2: nepotism, and greed.
1: Is neoliberalism, neocapitalism, and the communism? Neocapitalism is the new capitalism. So how is, it, how is it different from neoliberalism? Because it seems as if we use the term neoliberalism also. It is as if we are using the terms interchangeably. However, Professor Emeritus, Dr. Martin Oppenheimer, who is my advisor, author of several groundbreaking books, a guru on, the, on neoliberalism, capitalism, socialism, so on and so forth, sociologist. Former professor at University of Penn, former professor at Lincoln University, former professor at um at uh, Rutgers University. He challenges now um, he points out that they are different. The challenge we have here with these terms are that they are almost, they almost are identical and can be confused as they both involve the end goal of maximizing profit through means that exclude and extract from others. For the few or for the few for the purposes of the few however neoliberalism differs from neocapitalism in the sense that it is a strategy of capitalism to create profit at the expense of the masses or labor neoliberalism is an evolved form of capitalism but it is driven by greed and nepotism which is the new capitalism a step on from neoliberalism described as the Bureaucratic phenomenon. Yet it has always been bureaucratic from the Middle Ages. However, even before the Middle Ages, during the Greco Roman world, Jews had practiced that form of capitalism we describe as capitalism or neo capitalism, where the Pharisees were described as a Jewish sect that promoted strict adherence to the religious laws but never really subscribed to it. In a sense, they were hypocrites who duplicitously exploited the rules only for their gain. This tendency was rife in the Middle Ages and extended to the bureaucracy and not just the Jewish sect. When we speak of the elites or the status quo, we are here referring to the ruling class or the elites are here referred to the dominant class. The dominant class in capitalist societies of the West or dependent capitalist societies of the global south are those who rule economically socially and politically, by those who own and control productive property, the circulation of commodities and the flow of money. There is historically a leading sector that exercises predominant power. By the late 1990s down to the present times, the banksters and financiers with the armament industry, the the transnational corporate giants, big oil, and the privatized complex surrounding the state of national insecurity solidly behind them. It is this leading sector of oligarchs, finance capital, that now holds predominant control in the economy and in the political sphere, the dominant class as a whole rules as a plutocracy. Wall Street in the center of the, is the center of this control, but extends to Europe as well, and to much of the rest of the world. Individual freedom is redefined as the right of the large corporations to do what they will. This is similar what Richard Edward and Braverman in their analysis of work and monopoly capital called the rise of the large corporation, tracing how corporations have become a dominant feature and figure in American life, but I will add in the world. Now, this is, uh, this will go deeper. This particular reflection goes very deeper, but I won't go, I won't touch on it anymore. But there's another book that I'm also reading called Who Rules America? Again, when we talk about America, we're not just talking the U.S., we're talking the free world, the Americans, who rules America. Okay? And we talk about the leader of the free world. And if we say the leader of the free world, they are talking about president of the U.S. Okay, And the Caribbean is part of that free world. Okay, Just so you know. So um, so we think thinking, so there's a book called Who Rules America by William G. Dunford, which I'm here trying to here i trying to put my finger on, I was reading it earlier today, where is that book,
6: so that I can show you. sir,
3: sorry, wait the yeah. Caribbean is a part yes. of okay. the free world?
6: Yes. The
2: free
3: world. sir?
1: When, when you talk about the, the new world, the free world, the new world, the newly created world of it, okay, from 1942, all the, when Christopher Columbus and then the Europe came, there was it was considered the, 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 the U.S. and the Caribbean is considered the new world and also a free world with free, independent values. Yes? Because they, you talk about America, people they, they, the Puritans and so on, they, they came to America looking for a, a, a new hope, a new world. Yes? So we talk, so it is, so America, the Americas is considered the free world. Okay? The free world means... Liberal. We are
3: considered the
4: free, free
1: world too. I would just yes, we are part of the Americas, part of the free world, the liberalized world. Yes, the liberal free part—a kind of liberalism that promoted self-government and freedom for all, government by the people, of the people—a a world that that excludes that um so uh, nobility and 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 and, we, and 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 elitism and so on and so forth. Okay.
6: So You so, know that that response is, that's a very good response. And Patrice's question yes. makes your response open up the, the, the can of worms or Pandora's box because this is shrouded in controversy. We were, yes. Free, yes, the original Caribbean people were those indigenous Indians, West Indians. Now, why wasn't that freedom perpetuated? The freedom was taken Put under again the system and violence used to convert what was a new world, a free world, into a different type of freedom. So it's a disguise. So I don't know. We are a part of their free world. We are part of the Eastern free world. It is where colonial, it was where Europeans said, let us go to the West, discover in quotation marks a new world but make it free under our governance? So that's a remarkable question, because in the context of Caribbean thought, we are actually not free, but in the context of the
2: discussion, free world.
1: Good. Very good. Very good analysis. Very good analysis. Now, we are going to watch the film Life and Death. and um, Oh, we're going to watch the film Life and Death. I won't have time to uh, I won't have time to, um, this is another book I'm writing. I'm working on three books, guys. I'm very busy. I have been This is not the Caribbean thought. Caribbean thought. Manuscript. Where is the manuscript?
2: I have oh! I am going Where is the
1: now we're going to look at a film and in, before I watch the film the film is about an hour and 15 minutes it's, um we want to look at cinema and, and globalization and in in my book globally in the, in my book neoliberalism globalization income inequality poverty and resistance towards the towards the the second half of the book because the book is really two books in one the first half half Looks at the Gini coefficient, looks at income inequality and poverty and, and the economic realities of the global south. But the, and what makes that book stand out is I look at the Gini coefficient, I look at income inequality and how it changes as they implement structural adjustment policy in Jamaica. No book has ever done that before. That's what makes my book new, unique. Because what I did, I look at as neoliberal strategies were being applied in Jamaica. I, I correlate that with the realities of, the, of, of Jamaica. But second part of the book looks at resistance, but there is towards the end of that resistance part, I look at cinema. Cinema is, and I put cinema in resistance because how do you resist in love? You resist in language. Say for example, Richard of the World, I said, the Negro is not any more than the black, any more than the white man. It's they're not following standards of English. Say for example, V.S. Nepal in his books, He's not using the regular figures, in terms of cinema and documentary film, in terms of now uh, using revolutionary style of filmmaking, okay, to purport a kind of truth that has never been seen before, that talks about the plight of 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 the globe, of the of the of, of the oppressed, of the of the black man. Usually, when you look to film, film talks about the hero. The film is sanitized and it's clean, and it's it's in in explosive uh, filmmaking uh, uh, using cinematic lens that's dynamic, and you only see a certain kind of people in the film, and everything is sanitized, and it's a big beautiful city of the post-industrial country, and 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 or oh, and and it and or oh, and it showed the advantage of the world since World War One and World War Two, and then you have documentaries that change, that uproots that image with something that shows what the world is really is today, that covers the screen with something new, that's violent, that disrupts the way we look at film, the way how we look, how film tells the story, the story after World War II, that tells the story of globalization, that tells the story of capitalism, it uproots that. So that's another way to talk about violence. Not just It's not just using stones that hurt because I said something have to remain. You mash up the world, mash up the progress, mash up the science and the technology. What What do you have to, you mash up your house. You live in a house and you are being oppressed within the house. You mash up the whole house. And when you're done and then you get rid of the people who are depressing you, either you have nothing to live. You have nowhere to live. You have nothing to live off. That makes no sense, does it? Okay? So you have to find a sophisticated way, yes? To stop the oppressor. Not by mashing up the things. Because at the end of the day, what you have to own you? And when you mash it up, what do you have left? Talk about strategy. Think in terms of strategy. And I talk about strategy. I will never talk about strategy. Strategy. Are we strategic? The world is the reality of the black man is a result of strategy. Strategy that seems to be that the Caribbean seem to be devoid of because we are too reactive and we don't think in terms of strategy. Strategy and revolutionary ways. And that is why I, I included this in my book. People say, Oh, the book, the book ended, the, the book was so dumb, it ended talking about cinema. Yes, because people don't understand how I the strategy of strategy. Cinema is a powerful strategy. People don't like to be seen. The police today, police brutality happens because of because of the privilege, because they are able to do so without being seen. So, so I said, probably the answer of neoliberalism lies in film. One of man's basic drives and instincts is the pursuit and discovery of truth. But in a world of isms and skittings, Perceptions and deceptions, truth seems more elusive and reality becomes contradictions of our perceptions controlled by our ideologies, products of human limitations. Nevertheless, throughout history, man has searched for truth. And according to Quandus Callison, film, art, and media have reflected this eternal search for truth. It is no wonder that Professor Bob Nolan of the University of Wisconsin would assert, as he did, that documentary is one of the major achievements of cinema and film. Implicit in this assertion is the argument posited by film scholars such as Vertov, John Roach, Richard Leacock, and Fred Wiseman that Documentary films, a documentary film seek for truth, grammatical grammar here. Documentary films seek for truth or a, or a realism that is never before achieved or represented in films. Hence the term cinema verite or direct cinema, which translates truth in
2: cinema. This style of
1: filmmaking, cinema verity, used revolutionary styles of filmmaking, which exceptionalized and characterized documentary films from non-fictional films. Further, Professor Nolan postulates that films not only seek truth, but entertains, expresses artistry and provides social critique for social change. However, it is, it, is, it is document Again, let me say this again because I'm going to ask this in the exam. Professor Nolan postulates that films not only seek truth, but entertains, expresses artistry, and provides social critique for social change. However, it is documentary film. Given their peculiar production styles and methodologies that usually fulfill the latter goal, anti-imperialist schools of thought championed and adopted documentary filmmaking to represent the truth that was hidden from the dominated imperialist world. Documentary filmmaking strategy sought to override and impugn neoliberal propaganda and highlight globalization's devastating effects on the dominated global south, whose countervailance tactics are futile against the
2: bureaucratic phenomena. But
1: documentary films, such as Life and Death, are not immune from scrutiny, given our human tendency to obscure the truth and conveniently misplace blame and the limitations and myopia that cloud our judgments. In fact, life and death, which is an ideological socialist response to neoliberal expansionism in the world, is a dialogical piece of work that sews together juxtapositions of several different spaces that are compatible to compose a rhetoric that suits its intertextual concept. It borrows from Jamaica King Kid's book, A Small Place, written about Antigua. Colonial past to represent Jamaica's continued struggles for self-reliance in a new postmodern colonial structure. I will stop there, and I will, and we will begin to watch the film. Um, and I will, bring, and I'm going to bring the film. Where is it? Where is the film? Where is it? Where is it? I have so
2: many things to open. it this it? Alright guys, here is the film. Can you can you guys see it? Yes,
1: sir. Let me ensure that the sound is being shared.
2: Yes, sir.
1: Share sound. All right, I'm sharing the sound. Here we go.
7: the government has called out the national reserves as civil unrest grips the nation this evening forty-one people have been arrested island-wide today in the worst case of civil unrest to rock Jamaica in many years
8: food and major commodities run low as Jamaicans remain locked inside several persons have been shot and injured or killed
9: Shortly after three, a single bullet pierced the chest of the 25-year-old expectant mother as she stood at the intersection of Grantspan and the shorted roads. Her family was tugging at her lifeless body. Hospitals,
8: airlines, and vendors hurting from the wound of violent protests. A team from the IMF, which is currently in Jamaica, is wrapping up a four-day visit for a technical assessment of the country's financial situation.
10: The issue is to make globalization work for the benefit of all. There will not be a good future for the rich if there is no prospect for a better future for the poor.
8: Stay tuned to the details on these and other stories after the break.
11: Each man's wealth is in the city. Oh, destruction of the poor is our poverty. Lord, destruction of our soul is vanity. Well, do you hear? Naughty dread wonder, if you will. Whoa, oh, I and I. We wanna rule over destiny. Oh yeah, I and I, Jack, we make you rule over
12: destiny.
13: So the system set Mhm. For if them don't have you fighting against yourself, them to have trouble. Fight them, so you, you 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 unite within yourself, them most of them all get slapped. But when them can't get you struggling among themselves, them all is tied up. And that is how them said. If thou lend money to any of my people that is poor by thee,
11: thou shalt not be to him as a usurer, neither shalt thou lay upon him usury. If thou at all take thy neighbor's raiment to pledge, thou shalt deliver it unto him, by that the son,
9: Going down Seven reaches countries in the world Now them are avale to me and them of land to keep and oppress us are coming I We would like to take this opportunity to extend a very warm welcome we're all visitors to our beautiful island. We do hope you'll enjoy your stay here. These countries want to stay on top of us, so they'll find any way. For them, third world people like but a small price to be paid.
14: If you come to Jamaica as a tourist, this is what you will see. If you come by airplane, you will certainly land in Montego Bay and certainly not in Kingston. You are thinking of the hard and cold and long days you spent working, earning money so that you could stay in this place, Jamaica, where the sun must always shine, where the climate is deliciously hot and dry, at least for the four to ten days you will stay here. You are indifferent to the fact that you can enter this country simply by showing your driver's license. You are indifferent to this fact because you can travel anywhere. The thought that a citizen of Jamaica would have to give an exhaustive account of how and why they have lived to visit your native country has never crossed your mind. Since you're a tourist, you did not travel with stacks of cardboard boxes containing much needed cheap clothes and food for relatives. You move through customs swiftly. You move through customs with ease. Your bags are not searched. On your way out of the airport, you stop to make an exchange of money. you. Money, you? You are excited by the large sheaf of Jamaican dollars you get in exchange for your $20.
15: I feel rich right now. Though. How much does it cost for a shirt down here? How much does it cost for a t shirt down here?
14: You have not yet been to a shop to see how little your large sheaf of money can buy. It would not occur to you that the weakness of your newly traded money is a result of many devaluations imposed by the International Monetary Fund.
8: The International Monetary Fund, the IMF, is urging Jamaica to reverse the declining fiscal deficit as a catalyst for economic growth.
10: To understand the International Monetary Fund, it is best to go back to history. We come to 1944. The war is coming near to an end. The Allies were determined not to have the war finish and end up in the mess of the 1930s.
7: At Bretton Woods, New Hampshire, delegates from 44 allied and associate countries arrived for the opening of the United Nations Monetary and Financial Conference.
10: The key institution set up was the International Monetary Fund. And the purpose of the fund was to have a bank they could turn to for short-term borrowing to serve the short-term trading interests of the winners of the war.
7: United States Treasury Secretary Morgenthau heads the American delegation. To be discussed are plans for the stabilization of world currencies.
10: same time, they set up the World Bank to provide capital for the rebuilding of Europe. You have to remember what we now know as the Third World didn't exist. There were a few major powers, each of which had a large empire. We had no voice, we had no presence, you just were part of somebody else's power structure. You ask whose interest, ask the question, who set it up?
8: All right, ladies and gentlemen, once again pleasant evening and welcome to my island home, Jamaica. Now, you'll realise that we drive on the left-hand side of the road. might seem wrong, but the right side is suicide. All right, so sit back, relax, and do enjoy. Feel free to ask any questions. Um, I am Kerry, and this is your driver, thin letter. Coming up on the left-hand side, we have Sandals Royal Jamaica, right here. We have Butch Stewart, who is the sole
14: owner. You are driving on a road, and it is called the Queen's Highway. When it was built, we were ruled over by something called a queen. We do not have a queen anymore.
8: We have our very old McDonald's. Baskin Robbins, right on the left hand side, right hand side of the pad. and So, hey, we have it all said, oh, so if you want to ever go for ice cream, so there you see, pat
14: <laughs> When we wished for independence from Great Britain, we had something else in mind. We cannot now remember what that was. So, you could imagine how I felt when one day driving on the Queen's Highway, I asked myself, is the Jamaica that I see before me self ruled? a worse-off place than it was when dominated by the bad-minded English.
15: My government
3: in the United Kingdom has laid down its responsibilities
0: and has ceased to have any authority in and over Jamaica after more than 300 years.
10: Countries like Jamaica found that when they became free, they soon were in every kind of financial problem because they didn't have the economic strength to shall we say make it on their own they needed time to build economies that could then make it in the world when you see what all the food from a broadcast you realize that the food production to feed ourselves in jamaica is not only a matter of opportunity for you is a matter of survival for the nation. Comes 1973, there is a world convulsion caused by the oil price increases. All of a sudden, we are having to find sums of money we never dreamed of before, just to make ends meet. Now, what can you do? First of all, you go to the private banking system. And you see, well, can I get a private banking loan? Because I'm strapped for cash. I need some support and I have having trouble paying my overseas bills. When the
16: private banks won't lend to you, uh, then you've got to do something if you're the leader of a country. And typically what you've got to do is to cut back your spending in some way and try and get more money so that the impact of those cutbacks are not as severe as they otherwise would be. And it's at that point that you generally come to the IMF.
10: We are not for sale. And tell them any time they are willing to deal with an honorable Jamaica based on principle, sovereignty, pride, and dignity, then we will talk the investment of the money. Bear in mind, this is a country literally beginning to unravel because it cannot finance what it needs. Because you can't have no penicillin in the hospital. You can have no wheat to make bread. Uh,
16: and we would say, yep, that, that's true. Uh, we understand the crisis you're in, uh, and we need to fix the underlying reasons uh, for that crisis. And so here is what we think needs doing. What you really need is to
10: sit down with them and say, look, can I work out a five-year program? And in the meantime I am strapped for some cash, so can you help me up front get out of the cash bind and then put it in the context of a long-term development plan. And they say, no, long-term development is your problem. We are here only to see who do you owe the money to, why are you in a bind, and we'll lend you some money in a very short time frame at full interest rate to get you out of the bind. And they then impose upon you tremendous restrictions in what you can spend.
16: And then we reach agreement on a set of measures on the budget, on the exchange rate, on monetary policy, on interest rates, on banks, on maybe privatization and say, Yep, we think this could solve your problems. And you say to them, but if I do it that
10: way. When I finish repairing you, I'm going to be in the bind all over, because these not solve no problem, they say. Not our problem.
17: Okay, this is the uh, banana
12: plantation. And you know the banana, they say, just like a
9: woman, takes nine months for bearing.
14: You pass a building stranded in an acre of overgrown grass, and you think to yourself that its very existence must fall under the Department of Health. It is an outhouse, a public latrine, But when you look again, you see a sign that proclaims this building as a school. The sign says, Basic School. And what could that mean? A basic school. But before you can occupy yourself with this question, your heart skips a beat, for your driver has decided to overtake the car in front of him. It would cause your heart to skip more than a beat if you knew there was not a hospital nearby. That no new hospitals have been built in Jamaica for many years now should not concern you. You're on your holiday.
18: The whole idea was to set conditions which the government could not meet. And when the government failed to meet them, you would have to renegotiate a new loan in which the conditions became tighter. So the IMF didn't say, cut out this education program or cut out this health program. What the IMF said is, you must spend only so much money on health and education, and the implication of that was that you had to cut out some programs essentially what the imf wanted us to do was to devalue our currency that's the first thing to make our dollar
16: cheaper they needed to expand their exports and uh, diminish their imports and the best way of doing that is to make foreign currency more expensive and since
18: our society is so heavily dependent on imported food imported fuel imported books to go to school, imported medicine. When we devalue, the cost of those things we import go up to the citizens. And as a result, the economy today is much more under the control of foreigners, not necessarily through direct ownership, but through the mechanism of debt. In the 1970s, we owed $800 million. By the end of the 1980s, we owed $4 billion. Nowadays, we owe $7 billion. So the debt is rising and all the time the debt is rising our capacity to export to produce is getting less.
9: Revolution seems to be the only place.
12: It may be an old-fashioned way of thinking.
14: Oh, but now you're tired of all this looking and you want to reach your destination. Your hotel. Your room. Are
12: you guys
1: are you guys? Are you guys um watching the film
9: sir sir yes sir i need this movie when we're yes finished. sir yes sir need it when right. we're finished
1: sir you i i say to you many of you didn't watch the interview i did with the executive director Ryan containen for the institute of justice and democracy and i told some of you to watch and i know some of you didn't watch it because i can see people I, anytime I'm talking about they watch stuff i i get the analytics and a lot of you didn't watch it, and I'm telling you, please, when you get a chance, it's on YouTube, you know, you can't be in your bed sleeping. Just bring up YouTube. Bring up Ronaldo McKenzie or Brian. I mean, bring up the nice I into, and it's available everywhere, not even on YouTube, everywhere. I interviewed this guy, and I, then I and after the interview, I wrote an article because then I realized that, wait, as I did the interview, there's something I didn't learn when I was in Jamaica. And I'm telling you, I'm mad right now. This is why I want you guys. This course is not just about passing this course. This course is more than that. It's a reality that's going on in the Caribbean. The reality, your reality, as a a Caribbean post colonial subject, is a result of strategy. And so when I started to hear this Caucasian man, who is very interested in, in Haiti and how he's doing programs to help us to defend the Haitian cause. Tell me stuff that I didn't even know about. When we when Haiti got independent, did you guys know that they had to turn around and pay France 24 billion dollars? And that for years they were held down in debt? Which what that's one of the reasons why they were okay? Is that debt is a strategy. That's exactly what happened when they created, well, in Bretton Woods, when they created the monetary fund. And then, and then, and created the crisis of OPEC. And after that, it, Jamaica have to now go get, borrow money. I know they are billions of dollars in debt. That they, okay. Debt is a strategy that they borrowed from France with Haiti. From 1804, 1804, when, Haiti got independent, supposedly, supposedly got independent. Okay? Nobody recognized their independence. Nobody recognized their independence. Only France. (laughs) And why did France recognize it? Oh, because they had to turn, they had to pay them $24 billion. they were paying up until 2004. And if you watch the interview and read the articles I wrote concerning this issue, what did, what did President Jean-Bertrand RSD did in 2004? He was putting together a legal suit against France. And all of these former colonies, former colonial masters, post-industrial countries, the U.S. including said, no, we can't have this. Because if he is successful in putting this claim together, and even if he's not successful, the visibility, the visibility, the conversation it's going to be out oh, in the media. People going to know about this. And what's, what's going to happen? It's going to, then all of a sudden, it's going to open up a slew, a slew of doors. A lot of these countries going to start. Sir, asking-
3: sir, sir, I don't mean to cut you, sir. Was he the one that was assassinated in his house? Yeah, true graphic of, of somebody.
1: Well, there is another president that was assassinated recent. Another president was assassinated in our uh, last year October. But in 2004, I think I believe so. That can, I will check it out for you know when we come back from when we come back after the movie, we will I'll give you know, the answer. But I hope you guys are watching it. Watch it. Notice what they notice how these people are watching CBM. They barely have TV but they're watching CBM and they and guess what they're seeing on their screen. Beautiful Bastions and Robins, speak to the whole issue of globalization. Please look at the issue. We're going to talk about the issue of system, the system. Look at the system. All countries were able to maintain their advantages over the global, the former colonized countries. One of the things you have to look at is struggle with debt. Second thing is conflict. In other words, create a local situation where the locals can, local conflicts. create a local conflict and division. Third thing is strategy, using strategy, whether external crisis of oil or whether or whatever, but strategy, the strategy of debt and so on. Also laws and rules, the bureaucratic phenomenon, okay? Or, 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 or the arrangements, global arrangement that countries come together to form arrangements together for globalization. So They talk about laws and rules, talk about tokenism, token. Examples were created where people can subscribe to, oh, if we plug ourselves into the system that we can be like that country. But of course, they call that tokenism. These tokens offer no guarantee. And of course, a facade, the facade of truth, same thing. So as I, I, you study, study systems and study, how is it? What are some of the factors that were able to continue this hegemony over the form, former colonies? One, struggle through death. Two, local conflicts through political infighting and division. Three, strategy for laws and rules such as like the bureaucratic phenomenon five tokens six facade okay that's very important the next question is whose interest you guys anytime you study any society anytime you study any society you're asking a question the society is second but what is the nature of the society and whose interest is in it the same thing Mike, uh, Michael Manley asked when, they, when the World Bank and the, uh, and the United Nations was set up with the monetary fund. You ask the question, what is the nature of it and whose interest? That's a sociological, a, social, a sociological question, a question that all academics ask when they study society. When they study society and class, you always ask, what is the interest? Sorry, what is the nature of social class? What is the nature of Jamaica or the nature of social class? of class in Jamaica or in the Caribbean. What is the name, and whose interest is it? Whose interest? And what's the nature of And we're gonna talk about that later on, later on, okay? But you always ask, when you ask anything, when you study society, you always ask whose interest? What is the nature of it and whose interest? We studying Caribbean thought, we studying society. What is the nature of Caribbean society today? How has it evolved? Okay. What is the nature of the working class or of class and whose interest? Those are very important. Okay. Let's continue with the, um,
12: Well, what we do is call it the sunshine guarantee. Just in case the sun doesn't come out any at all for the entire day, you're entitled to a free day or what we call a free night. And
15: these are your room
14: You've never seen anything like this. You are so excited. You see yourself lying on the beach enjoying that amazing sun. A sun that is your personal friend. Ready to stamp out any cloud that dares to darken your day. You see yourself eating some delicious locally grown food. You see yourself, you see yourself. You must not wonder exactly what happened to the contents of your lavatory when you flushed it. You must not wonder where your bath water went when you pulled out the stopper. For you see, Jamaica does not yet have a proper way of disposing of all its sewage. But the Caribbean Sea is very big and the Atlantic Ocean is even bigger it would amaze you to know the number of African slaves this ocean has swallowed up. When you sit down to eat your delicious meal, it's probably better you don't know that everything you're eating came off a ship from Miami. There is a world of something in this, but I can't get into it right now. You guys on honeymoon, eh?
19: Really shows much, all right? They're beaming, all right? All right, guys. So when you go to the clubs or anywhere you go, you're gonna drink with your keys on your arms, in your hair, on your legs, where we can see them. We'll go to the front desk, get your room number, take you home. You puke, no problem, man. Drink to your fill. You get totally intoxicated, it's no problem. You're on holidays. Bounce. And from the bouncing, we're gonna warm you up a little bit first of all our very first move we're going to be doing is moving the feet just putting them forward left and right stepping forward here we go left and then right come on left and then right
11: born of our economy, so to speak. You find that the very farmers we have farmed them produce. Yet right now you have tons of cabbage a waste in Jamaica, because goods coming in from America selling cheaper than, we produce than what produced ca- Than what produced here. Of course, it? So you find it's just extracting more than putting
14: in. Mm. The Jamaica that I knew The Jamaica in which I grew up is not the Jamaica that you, a tourist, would see now. That Jamaica no longer exists. That Jamaica no longer exists partly for the usual reason, the passing of time, and partly because of this new global economy.
20: Well, when you say the onion producing this year, you can look at every house or every yard that you see around here. Everybody, all young, middle age involved in picking out onion, sowing onion, reaping onion, bagging up onion. So everybody was involved in the production in this district, but right now, it is just a, a trickle, just a brave one them.
21: When it's ready for harvesting, you see imported potato right out in front of your home being sold potato that's grown in Idaho or New Brunswick, because some of the pause. <laughs>
12: the shipment come
21: every week, you
1: know. <laughs> the US, put it, the American, uh, Canada. Remember, as you watch the film, as you watch it, generate questions from it that is being answered. Say, for example, the Jamaica I once knew, The Jamaica I once knew and lived in is not the Jamaican. What does Stephanie Black mean by that? What does Stephanie Black mean by the Jamaica I once knew and lived in is not the Jamaican or the the Caribbean I lived in. The the Caribbean I once knew and lived in is not the Caribbean. And then I said, what? Okay, really? What what was the Caribbean she lived in now? What was the Caribbean? Is it not the same Caribbean if you think about it. We're still dependent. But then she but then she she after saying that she starts to play play the, the movie goes on and they are showing some characters who are talking about what used to happen back in the day with the farming to make Adam a, a, a very active burgeoning very active uh, agricultural economy. So continue watching.
13: When I was a little boy, I grew. body that you see around here, the livelihood was planting peanuts. All those years are over. Over and gone. All this land is what we used to farm carrots. Now we cannot farm anymore. We, we don't got any market for it. Cause
21: truly, foreign carrots. It's an insult to our dignity have not been able to produce and sell in your own market at home.
20: This is a free market. And I've learned that because of the financial problem that the government is under uh, with the World Bank and the IMF, they they are the ones who institute the pressure on the government as far as we learn. Now we had a thing named protective market. The government said no import. And then now we compete with one another. But for the time being, you open to the world to compete with the world.
21: Before we was unable to bring in anything because of the policy of the country. But lately, it changed. The difference with the person who comes in from foreign with his trailer is that he has now been given legal right to bring it in. So I'm not fighting him. I'm fighting the policy maker, the person who is foolish enough to sign such a policy.
22: Some of the prescriptions and our program usually seeks to uh, to implement is to get countries to eliminate artificial barriers to trade. They will require country with an hardware program not to impose artificial restrictions on imports uh, and not to
21: unduly subsidize exports. So when the person brings on his trailer, whether he's in Kingston...
1: Okay, I understand that. I'm at, Because I have so many things open, it's affecting the audio. So uh, I'm going to close these uh, things, too many things.
2: Sir, uh, yes. I, I on the
23: JTS online, sir, and um, when, when I press it, it said it's not it to open up to us. Can can you release it, sir, so that um, when you go on JTS online, you can watch
16: it? Right, so I'm very interested in it. really, really interested, sir.
1: It's not opening up because probably I, I, it was free at the time, but it's no longer free. Um, it used to be free, but hold on, I'm closing. I have too many things open. So I am closing it.
2: Too many things are open.
1: I'm sorry, guys. I do a lot of work. A lot of work. Once I'm working, it's never ending. I'm telling you that. Do I need to close this? No, I can't close this. This is my new book, a short reading from Neoliberal Globalization, Reconsidered, Neocapitalism and the Death of Nature and Die. I'm about to publish this book, um, but it's available on the podcast or the audible, or whatever you can, a short reading that speaks to some of the issues. All right, great. So I'm just going, just closing some of my windows because too many of them are open. I think I've closed out the, the one that I really need to close. What's this? Too many things are open. Okay, there we go. All right, now I can
21: go back to this. And now up here, whether a farmer gets smart and get on the trailer line, he will fill this packet of money. But what will happen to the other thousands of farmers? So you're fattening a few people at the expense of a a whole culture that took years to build up. You destroy it with a stroke of the pen.
22: Really? He, he holds the, the handle and you hold the blade. I mean, you know, if you... If, um, if you want the money badly mm-hmm. enough, then you have to agree to his terms. So, he holds
21: at the expense of a whole a whole culture that took years to build up. You destroy it with a stroke of the pen. He holds
22: the, the handle and you hold the blade. I mean, you know, if you... If, um, If you want the money badly enough, then you have to agree to his terms. So ultimately, the IMF usually gets
16: most of their own way. Why did we think they should reduce trade barriers? The reason is that Jamaica is a very small country. It's not a country which could sort of thrive by producing only for itself. We believe very firmly that countries are going to grow better if they're integrated into the world economy and that means reducing tariffs and it needed to allow its importers its people access to goods from the rest of the world rather than have them rely on this little uh, little uh, economy
8: Market vendors also complained about the large number of foreign fruits and vegetables on the market saying all of the foreign foods were hurting their business the foreign Irish the foreign carrot, the foreign ginger, everything full of the market. But the supermarkets seem to be doing well with overseas produce, as they're being sold for less than the local produce. So you're saying, you're saying that the foreign lettuce and carrots are less expensive than the local lettuce and carrot?
15: Yes, that I'm, that's
18: what I'm saying. When you open up the, the marketplace, those who are in a better position to take, take advantage of the market do so.
20: We import the spray, we import the fertilizer, we import the seed. So what we have to put in? Only sunlight and our impact. And if we use that right, we produce a better quality thing, but at a high cost.
21: The problem is that we are competing with an unfair situation. In the States, nobody hires money over 10%. The lowest cost here you now is 19%, and it can be as high
10: as 40% In Washington they just looked at us and said, "No, no, 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 your inflation last year was 18%, and under the positive inflation rate theory of interest that means we're not allowing you to lend your farmers our money, which we lend you, at 12%. You must charge 23%. I remember I took two trips it was to Washington to say it is wrong, it is wrong economic policy, it is wrong socially, it is wrong to say that we must force the farmers to pay that rate of interest or you won't lend us the money.
16: Typically in an IMF program there'll be be some assumption about the way interest rates are going to go. And I remember saying, which are you? We're going to face an American farmer
10: and tell him that to borrow something for his farm he must pay 23%. I said, they'll run you out of, out of the White House and out of Congress. Oh, that's their, their business. We're dealing with your business.
20: <laughs> we use machines to farm, but the world in general use machines. So when you check it out, can mash it, compete with machine.
5: The farming section is nearly completely wiped out.
18: Anything that led to the more self-reliance on our resources was strongly discouraged because of this emerging ideology, which we now call globalization.
24: Uh, my name is Tom Lipitsky. I'm with the United States Potato Board. And we represent about 6,000 Potato producers in the United States. One of the markets which we found to be of, of very much interest is right here in Jamaica.
25: Get you up here, Mr. Harrison.
19: There we go. Okay. Everybody say potato.
26: Jamaican potato. Jamaican
21: We had offers from Washington from some guys, a group of guys. We asked them what they wanted to buy from us. And there wasn't anything that they could buy from us. They just wanted to sell us potato seeds. We're not short sure of potato seeds. That's not a problem.
20: I'll give you a joke, you talk about getting goods in the United States. I sign a contract to produce honey, honeydew melon and cherry tomato. And you know what happened? Everything I send to the package, they turn it down, say it no it no reach the standard. They say don't package good. The size that we have is not meshing with their size. And it, the system went on so, so rotten with me that you know what I did,
21: Discarded total. NAFTA or whatever they call them, a free enterprise. They're not free, they flow like the Mississippi. It flows in one direction into the Gulf of Mexico. It never goes back up the hill. And whereas the Gulf of Mexico can absorb it, Jamaica cannot absorb the flow from Europe and from North America, all coming in on us. This is our country, our turf. Give us back our market. Don't try to force your idea on us.
20: But now you are finding that the thieves become more desperate. As a result, now we have as farmers have to be planning. And as I, I help you to see that, we use the nail and the needle system these pegs, they have needles. So when the thief come now to grab, to grab the skelly and to haul it up, the needle hit the hand. <laughs> I have learned from the Bible, at 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1, that the last day here would be critical and hard to deal with. So I am looking for it to be hard. And I'm seeing it pelting me or pushing me right in our hand. But bear in mind the scriptures say it's hard to deal with. It's not to say can't deal with.
13: We do rule and
11: have a government, but the government not seeing the things to help the people, how to do the things to help the people, what they are doing. Between the American government and the Jamaican government, is to still giant hands and hand to oppress the, the poorer class of people
13: more than more. But what we're really beat what, what really beat our government still, is just the money where they want. You know, and doing busy with the term that really the, go with the money, the terms and conditions to condition so go with that the money. The money is on to the money. It's we are so poor that these rich people use their money, to really just push their money before, like is a gift. But it's really a trap.
17: Of this dairy farm has been going from in the early 40s. When my father farmed here before me, it was on a continual rise in production. The industry
27: flourished from 18 million litres a year to over 30. I think we peaked at around 34 million litres in 91. In
28: 1992, the government entered into an agreement with the Inter-American Development Bank for a loan of about 50 million U.S. dollars, which was to support agriculture and manufacturing. The conditionalities of those were that we should abandon any form of local subsidies and we should abandon any control of the imports of milk powder, meats, and what have you.
16: Almost always, when we are, when the IMF is lending to a uh, country, a developing country, we'll be making loans, the World Bank will be making loans, and if it's in the Americas, the Inter-American Development Bank, which is a regional counterpart of the World Bank, will be making loans. So, you know, you couldn't get World Bank unless the IMF
10: gave you the bill of help, and you couldn't get IMF unless the World Bank gave you a bill of health, and you couldn't get either unless the Inter-American Development Bank gave you a clean bill of help cross-conditionality that is when they finally had you by two nooses by the
16: neck because we're working together in that country uh, we have to make sure we're not working across cross purposes so we will generally agree on what needs to be done
27: in conjunction with the loan agreement and at the same time the World Trade Organization signed off all the member countries into this new world order of trade. This new world order means that there will be no government regulation in the trading of any commodities.
28: They're telling you that, uh, well look, if we lend you $50 million in return, you have to lower all your trade barriers and you have to compete with us on a level playing field.
17: Well, that is all double talk. It was at this time that the competition from reconstituted milk started to get severe.
27: We ended up with having an influx of powder which destroyed the dairy industry. Powder became normal form of milk consumption and the dairy industry was unable to sell their fresh milk. Frank Quarry says he's been supplying fresh milk to century farm products for 15 years. After last Sunday's collection,
13: he says he was told that the company had too much milk and would not collect any more for an indefinite period. So on Friday, with nowhere to take five days worth of
28: milk, he had to get rid of it. Dairy cows have to milk twice a day, every day, 365 days a year. So yesterday and today's milk, if it's not collected, you have to pull the pump and let it out in the drain.
17: This farm produced about 3,000 imperial quarts of milk per day. We are now down to just about 600 liters per day. The animals that we lost represented a lot of work from a lot of pioneers, my dad included. And it obviously was a very, very difficult decision to make when we decided to convert into hamburger meat. Incredible, how are we able to get reconstituted make in Jamaica for less than fresh and when it has to be produced at a greater cost than freshmen? It is because it is just one of a product mix in countries where they price some products to to carry the others and uh, it's really just a huge surplus. In certain areas the Americans
28: subsidize their exported milk powder 137%. Now nobody, nobody, can compete with that.
27: The end of day result will mean that we have no national food security and that when milk powder finds its real cost, where there are no subsidies in the first world, in Europe or North America, it will be more expensive than the milk that we currently produce.
17: What do we do in the meanwhile? We go out of business. It is unlikely when the milk powder gets beyond the reach of most Jamaicans that we'll be able to restart at dairy industrial then. So between the government of Jamaica and the
28: IMF and the Inter-American Development Bank, we ended up with these policies. Ultimately, I suppose, our government has been visionless and weak-kneed. Here
9: we go. Here we go. Of of three. We're going to set you three. Here we go, Shelley. One, two, three. Looking for the biggest splash this afternoon. Oh, my
11: goodness, that is indeed a big splash. Come on, everybody, let's give it up for the man.
14: Jamaica is beautiful. Jamaica is too beautiful. Sometimes the beauty of it seems unreal. Sometimes the beauty of it seems as if it were stage sets for a play. For no real seawater could strike that many shades of blue at once. No real day could be that perfectly sunny and bright. And what might it do to ordinary people to live in this way every day? You taste a delicious Jamaican grown banana for the very first time. You wonder how it is that you've never tasted such a sweet banana before.
19: Daylight come and me
9: wan go home. Work all night on a drink of rum.
0: Daylight come
19: and me wan go
9: home. Stack banana till the morning come.
19: Daylight come and me wan go home.
9: Come, Mister Daly, tally me banana. Daylight come and. That Ali Mantalini banana We hey, like come and we want a beautiful bunch a ripe right banana May hey,
19: I like, come and we won go home.
9: hide the deadly black tarantula We hey, like come and we want six. six foot seven foot eight foot bunch.
0: will hey, like, I come
19: Foot,
12: seven foot,
11: eight foot, I actually was born in a banana farm for over the years, and I've been doing
20: banana
29: for all these years,
11: until lately the WTO were ruling has affected the industry.
0: I've
5: been handling banana from in the early 60s. and. Recently, I'm not really exporting now because of the situation where the way they treat us.
9: We produce export, and we would love to continue export to the fullest.
19: Jamaica produces at the moment in the region of 90,000 tons of bananas, all of which go into the UK, and
30: that is our market. Europeans who had colonies in the past, thought it um, good, let us put it that way, that they should help these colonies to overcome some of their difficulties, to get them ready for new technology, to get them ready for the future. Under the gloomy agreement, This is an agreement between ACP countries, African Caribbean and Pacific countries, with the European Union. The ACP countries enjoyed certain privileges because of their colonial past, And these countries in Europe feel that they should be able to give back something to the colonies in order to help them to take their rightful place in this world. As far as the banana trade is concerned, we have in Europe a guaranteed market tariff-free.
24: Here, here, The Americans, and to be brutally frank, I think it's Mr. Linda and his millionaires that Chiquita, are pressuring the ex-colonial countries through the WTO to get the WTO to agree that these preferential rates are unconstitutional and against the WTO regime.
19: The- United States don't produce any bananas, the multinationals have set up their government to protest at the level of the WTO and affect the lives of a lot of of people in the ACP countries. On the
29: World Banana issue and the recent World Trade Organization ruling, President Bill Clinton assured the Caribbean that his country did not act to the detriment of the Caribbean.
16: Pursuing and winning our case at the World Trade Organization, our target was a discriminatory European system, not the Caribbean nations. I made it clear that as we work toward a solution with our European partners, we will continue to support duty-free access for Caribbean bananas in the European market, and we will seek ways to promote diversification of the Caribbean economies.
24: We have no access to the American market. The access we have is to Europe and to England in particular, and that is what Chiquita and the US are trying to kill at this stage.
30: Big companies which are American owned, Chiquita, Dole, and they already control 95% of the world market in bananas. But these companies want the whole hump.
19: Chiquita, Dole, Del Monte, all of this banana is being grown in Latin America. Life in Latin America is at the will of the master, who owns these plantations.
30: Salaries for the workers are pitiable low. In one instance I on to understand, so it's one US dollars per day. And nobody can exist on that sort of thing. Surely you will be able to produce cheaper bananas at that rate, but at what cost socially and, and morally? Some
19: Chiquita banana workers went on strike. They were literally forced to go back to work with a gun. 23 people were killed. There are no unions.
11: Our bananas cost us more to produce than the South American bananas. We actually cost us 11 US dollars to produce 40 pounds of our bananas while it cost them 5 US dollars to produce that said 40 pounds. We are unable to, to, to match the price of South Americans.
5: Well, in the past, things was very bright with us, but in the present right now, things are low because the production gone down very low.
24: Two years ago, we had about 150 workers Today, it's about 15 workers on the farm. My farm in particular, we have been trying to find investors to increase our capital over the last two, three years. But especially since the adverse WTO ruling, nobody will touch bananas. The banks won't invest in it. Private investors won't invest in it because the future looks dim.
21: In the farmer here is banana was on top. Banana was good. We could call it green gold in those days. Because a farmer could um, export his banana. He could have a nice dwelling, he could have a car, but no, you just can't you you, you you're just living on survival now. No All point. we can
31: do we can plant the banana because we love to plant. Right? But we can't sustain our children without banana anymore. And that is the reason, one of the main reasons we find the young man in the street now, looting and shooting, because the parents can't help them anymore. Guys banana, just banana we used to think of sending our children's
19: school. We would like to have some better things going for us here than for us to be cut out completely out of the market here in Jamaica <laughs> oh.
9: Good morning, guys. I'm going to say welcome to Jamaica. Thank you. My name is Gene. All right, I'm going to be your driver today. Yeah, man. Must say enough respect, you know? Yeah. <laughs> First time in Jamaica?
31: Yes. Who are you from? Uh, Chicago.
9: Chicago. California. All right. England. In- okay, I know you're driving the left also. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <Definitely>. All right. <laughs> First day and a job for me. Tomorrow I go for my driving test. <laughs> <laughs> the highest mountain we have is the Blue Mountain. 7,402 feet high. And that's where you get the best coffee. And it's the best in the world. That's the Blue Mountain coffee.
12: This is the Blessed love. Keeps burning on and on, they been yearning. Rather than warm, Babylon, give them a ride Feed them money, get them funny And then was the one the western journey Babylon, give them a ride for them money, get them funny And then was the one the western journey Well, judgment, well, this red and We out this way The beer blood that run, we go tell them revolution And now swing over them head We all
14: You decide to venture from the sanctity of your tropical compound You see natives You marvel at the things they can do with their hair The things they fashion out of cheap twine or ordinary cloth. You
9: having a good time?
14: Squatting on the side of the road. Hanging out with all the time in the world. You might look at them and think, they're so relaxed, so laid back. They're never in a hurry. Every native of every place is a potential tourist. And every tourist is a native of somewhere. Every native would like to find a way out. Every native would like a rest. Every native would like a tour. But some natives, most natives in the world, cannot go anywhere. They are too poor to escape the realities of their lives. And they are too poor to live properly in the place where they live, which is the very place that you, the tourists, want to go. So when the natives see you, the tourist, they envy you. They envy your own ability to leave your own banality and boredom. They envy your ability to turn their own banality and boredom into a source of pleasure for yourself.
12: Try reach whenever you drop off on strain, appointed and anointed. Get to use them hard line, Mr. Philip. They use them, all of this <laughs> stuff, what we find. Words without words can't sustain. And Mr. Vitalian is someone you are not going to stop calling, perhaps the last thing I'm in a Take it out, and all them live down the line. But belong to them, I spend the money, get them money, and then break off the fun. Two, three,
11: and he's off, he's off, and he's going. Oh my goodness, smooth. And he's up to his second beer in now. And he's all gone. Come
25: on everybody, let's hear it for Drew. Chuck, chuck, chunk.
0: Oh.
11: <laughs> how you imply? you imply four workers, how much a week do you pay the workers, how much do you gain per day out of the workers. So all what you gain been going away and nothing been staying in the country. So the country been getting poorer and poorer and the people be getting more frustrated, more than more. But like in the free zone where we term the slave zones, you find The the, the average worker is working far less than what that company would have paid a worker in America.
29: Is an era if I would consider it to be like a state, not a country.
5: We sew, we tamp it on the label, we trim. I was sewing the pocket.
26: The free zones came into Jamaica in the 1980s. The US government decided on a Caribbean Basin initiative with the idea of creating a lot of employment at the lower level basis. The Caribbean Development Bank gave some money, the World Bank gave some money in order to build the actual structures. The government is paying back the loan on all the free zones. Uh, This will take some time.
15: All the materials for this production process
3: come in in trailers from the United States. These materials consist of cut parts that are cut in the US, made in the US, and put in bundles. This also involves importation of elastic, and trim, and thread, and all the components.
1: We will be finishing about just about 24 minutes, and this video will be available, but um, this is so evil the Caribbean and um, the free zone. They lend Jamaica the money to set up a free zone. But the free, okay, but the free zone was set up by this initiative, the Caribbean, the, uh, the, this initiative. First of all, the Caribbean, should, Jamaica should not have borrowed money, but should have gotten money to set this up because they set up this free zone to build products. American companies, But they created a system say, oh, wait, we don't have to do this. We could, oh, my God. I never, I just, I watched this film a hundred times and I'm just learning this. I'm just looking at it, really. Jamaica, the Jamaican government, the Jamaican government, okay, allowed themselves to be tricked and fooled this free zone was created for the benefit of private interests in the U.S., in the garment industry, for them to... What they did was to outsource, outsource the the, the, the production of, 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 of these goods, of these clothing, clothes. Yes? They outsourced it to Jamaica. And when Jamaica thought that and they, but what happened? Through some deal, they created the Caribbean Basin Initiative with the political with technocrats and government, and say, "Oh, we're going to create opportunities for investing employment." But on the lower end, notice on the lower end, we're going to allow we're going to invest in employment in Jamaica. But then guess what? The government turn around and lend the government money that they have to pay back. When in in effect, Jamaica was doing them a favor. They were doing them a favor, because what happened? They these companies outsourced the the, the production of these clothing to Jamaica and part of the Caribbean. And when they did that, it in a sense it cut their labor cost. It it. They cut it. Cut their labor costs, the cost of production, including that labor. They always source it to Jamaica, send it to Jamaica, Jamaica make it, it, comes back to the U.S. and they sell it. So now, they make more money, and they, they make more money. Jamaica, so they can A lot of these countries can't even purchase the goods because they're in U.S. dollars, and Jamaica now devalue their their, their currency. And of course, it's important for Jamaica and these newly independent countries to remain dependent. So when Bill Clinton said, "Oh, oh, you you can discriminate," yes, they can. And he didn't say. That, he didn't. He didn't say. He stopped short, saying, "Well, the European Union, Union, discriminated. their, their discriminatory practice. The European Union discriminatory practice of allowing Caribbean countries." um providing them preferential treatment with their banana he didn't he didn't talk about the fact that they had this treatment because they needed it their former peoples former peoples that they had colonized that were already behind in order to get them going they provided this as a way as an escape so you know you have tried but you but Americans said and other americans oh, no, it's discriminatory it's against the caribbean against you but yes It it, it was against the Caribbean because in doing so, it affected the Caribbean. And this free zone was ridiculous. Okay. And the Jamaican government, as the gentleman said, was weak need and lack vision. Because they were borrowing money to create a, a, a free zone system. In effect, that they were doing a favor for the other, for the outsiders. Because in effect, they were creating. They say, "Oh, we're creating unemployment," and then they had. This is. Can I tell you? I, by the way, I, as I watched the film, I created some. I wrote something about the system. The stand, looking at. I, uh, they, I. I. I got some stuff about the system, which I made a note of. This is riling me. I'm sorry. This is. I'm. I'm sometimes I don't like watching this. It's ridiculous. But I made a note, I, I have to share this. Note. I'm going to resume the film and it's going to be available on YouTube in the library. You guys can watch the film by watching the lecture. But I said, I wrote, a, I wrote down some things. When you study this film and look at standard, the system, I asked a question. We say Jamaica and Caribbean are dependent states. The film show, our post-industrial countries became dependent. Again, we say Jamaica and Caribbean are dependent states. The film shows, life and death showed, a post-industrial countries became and are, in the, are, are, are dependent states. And then I said, because it shows the system. And what is the system? The system showed struggle for the creating death. Conflict, local conflict, infighting, or between JLP, PNP, whatever the case is. Strategy of creating death. Okay, creating a world order, WTO and so on, monetary uh, strategy of monetary, creating a crisis with open and then creating an opportunity of debt and so on and so forth. Talk about laws and rules, terms and conditionality, yes, talk about facade, talk about standards and then of course the system, all of a sudden it leads to because of the problem of agricultural problems and all of it leads to poverty, poverty leads to crime and talk about debt and all This is I am riled up in this film today. That is why I'm passionate about this course. Because we are as as young, new Jamaicans. We Jamaicans, we are the new Jamaicans now. Our our fathers and our mothers, they had the opportunity to turn things around. Now we have the lead. Are we going to do the same thing for our grandchildren who are coming up before us? Let's finish the film.
3: this product is made of 100% USA-made material and we only assemble
15: it in Jamaica. Trade and materials and take them from abroad and don't buy them in Jamaica. Them said they don't want to spend their money in Jamaica.
4: You must do the colors or the size or you do the
5: shoulder part. You must finish about Pen bongo for the I was doing the Tamil figure. I was on that section. So for Tamil figures, Brooks Brothers. them do like Tommy, Brooks Brothers, Richard and uh, Mark Alexander Sports. I don't know how much them really get for a shirt, but I hear that them get a good, good amount. When I was first employed. I heard that we were to get the money in the US, but the government said, no, they must change it out and give us it in Jamaican, because they need the US, the country needs the US.
29: They are able to come in for a number of years without paying certain taxes.
26: The free zone operates in the theoretical thing that it's not even part of Jamaica. It is a separate entity. So the goods come in in a container and go through guarded gates. After it leaves the free zone, it goes back onto the ship, never in effect having touched the shores of Jamaica. So those factories are not liable to local controls. They're not liable to things like income tax or certain duties, taxes, anything like that. The free zone is to give the opportunity of people to operate without the controls or the laws or the systems that normally govern a country's operation.
7: If you get the colour to sew, you have to sew the 600. If you don't sew the 600, you know that you don't get a pay for that.
15: A lot of pressure because they pressure you a lot. They tell you you have to go fast, fast, fast. salary that we get in Jamaica, we have to work five days a week for the week to get twelve hundred Jamaican dollars, which is value thirty U- thirty US dollars.
5: My salary I receive one thousand five in the US that is thirty dollars. Thirty US dollars okay. every two weeks.
29: And when you look at that, I'm sure there's nowhere in the US where people's basic pay or minimum wage is thirty dollars per week.
5: This is my pay slip for the second week. And they're drawing out education tax, NIS, NHT, for the health insurance. And you used to pay, like, NIS
7: educational tax and stuff like that, but apparently they wasn't paying it. It was just taking that money. Because when I check it out, I don't have any... I
15: wasn't paying any tax, but it was being drawn. You have to buy a lunch for $75, a drink for $25. Sometime you come home, nothing.
8: Persistent complaints about work conditions at the Kingston Free Zone led our news team this morning to investigate complaints against one factory there.
9: The fine line workers stopped working on Monday, accusing the government of being co-conspirators in the exploitation of Free Zone labour by foreign companies. They say the problem began in January of last year, when their pay suddenly began to be issued two weeks late, three weeks late, sometimes longer.
4: How can that happen? No government! We don't have any government! We don't have nobody to stand for Fine
9: Line is owned by a larger company, Schweitzer & Associates, based in Alexandria, Virginia, USA.
29: They were promised that the workers would not be unionized. They would not allow unions to come in.
5: You can't talk to nobody. You can't eat. You can't get up to go bathroom. They're watching you. Miserable. It's like you're working under slavery. Every says uh, people get fired and them not taking on any, uh, anybody to work in the next year. And then they bring in the Chinese to, to back it up, to back up the Jamaicans. And they treat the Chinese better than us.
7: There are even more problems in the island's garment
9: sector this evening, with production at one factory all but stalled. Thursday, when our news team arrived, it seemed like a ticking bomb finally saw a chance to explode.
15: East Ocean Company brought in a lot of uh, Asian workers, I think uh, maybe up to 800 people.
29: These workers are brought in hundreds, and they they live in what we consider to be a camp situation. So they're, they're all housed in one place.
9: We were not allowed into one of the main factories, but our camera caught a glimpse of the interior. The Jamaican workers say the women who started coming in from earlier this month are given more overtime work and hence more money.
7: And don't object to nothing because they are get paid in U.S. Meanwhile, Jamaican get paid in Jamaican currency. Can the government afford this? First
1: of all, I thought they had to. It, it was created to for, to provide employment. Now they're bringing in um, overseas people from China, or Chinese people. Um, we talk about re- reenacting slavery. After slavery, what what abolished what happened? Indented servitude where they brought Indian then from China. I mean, I'm telling you, man, it's like reenacting slavery and then you and then all of a sudden they say, oh, it's not, it's not part of the, it's not part of regular Jamaican land.
9: But, can I tell you? The influx of foreign workers when the great free zone promise was to alleviate those very same unemployment problems.
15: Obviously, we're trying to provide employment for Jamaicans, not Asians. They claim that they couldn't get the people in Jamaica with the skill level that they needed for that job.
5: If the government asks them to give us more, probably they would close down the, the factories and go to Mexico, because most of them gone to Mexico because they say they are cheaper labor.
15: You know, these companies are very aggressive to make profits, and um, they're accountable to their shareholders, so they basically just went, you know, they, they're in a position to move the production to areas that are, you know, cheaper for them.
5: I have 15 years, and they fire me for low production. See, I'm not doing enough. They want me to draw a thousand and I couldn't go up to it.
26: The free trade and NAFTA agreements have impacted initially very badly on Jamaica. We have lost, I think, 18,000 jobs.
7: It's getting worse.
23: More factory closing down.
26: Low-wage jobs do move or gravitate to low-wage areas. This is happening throughout the world, especially with the new order.
8: garment factory on Marcus Garvey Drive has thrown over 400 workers into a tailspin. Two weeks ago, the workers received
7: a letter which stated that the factory would be closing temporarily for restructuring allegations flew that the Asian managers had dismantled and sold the factory equipment and packed their bags in preparation for a hasty departure. The factory will not reopen tomorrow and the majority of workers have not been paid.
29: The government deliver factories with loans from international agencies like the IMF and the World Bank. They're still paying the loans.
18: The government is now paying us 52 cents out of every dollar that it collects in interest payments on debt. At least 48 cents to do everything else.
29: The interesting thing is that even though the loans are being paid back now, as a higher interest rate, really, because of the exchange rate. More factories are closing and more people are out of jobs. So I don't see the purpose, the real purpose has not been made.
15: Let me say free zone is for the poor, but I don't see it.
5: I better them close down the zone, make we organize something for ourselves, and sell the product out here.
8: My feel that so it would be much better. Over 500 workers have been added to the unemployment line as Haines Jamaica Limited ended today the weeks of speculation and officially announced that yes, it was closing its Hanover plant.
10: A real breakthrough in combating poverty can only be achieved if these countries build up the fundamentals for growth and gain access to the investment capital of the international markets. But private capital is not going to come in and help you with your infrastructure to help you develop an adequate educational system to help you develop a good health system private capital is not going to come and take a chance on developing your agriculture so that you can really do a lot of the feeding of yourself it is understandably only interested in how can it make a quick safe book and no quarrel. what else would it be interested in
1: But if you know that if if you know that why you still why do you still go and make a deal with these people and it's not more than once over and over again why, why? and this stupid deal
6: condition sir it's it's hey enslave your lower class to us and then we help you with your problems and you get a cut out of it's the same think, thing that happened in slavery the white people came to the, to the africans
0: oh the that. The it,
6: they came across and they said take so the slaves
2: unplug both of them then plug the router back in wait 30
1: seconds sorry go ahead
6: it's it's what one of the things you've been trying to or you have been showing us, you have been stating and implying that when Europeans came to Africa, however they did it, they, end, they managed to warp the thinking of the leaders of Africa to turn against their own people. So that's what we're seeing perpetuating in this, the last 10 minutes or the scene of this movie slash documentary. The, yes. the, the the white slave master comes to the, the utopia enticing its leaders who are spineless, weak, corrupted by their own greed, and turning ah. their own people to be enslaved. It's the same thing, and it's gonna continue unless a generation like us does something about it, but understands the sacrifice, the compromise, and the possible martyrdom that is required. But I don't know if my generation is willing to fight for with the passion that the cause requires. I don't think anybody here, uh, the sound of my voice, maybe not even me, but I'm probably a little bit more important. Is willing to do the sacrifices necessary to fight for this cause because it will take some sacrifice. It will take even some dying for knowing that eternity is actually the greater reward.
1: But there's also the issue of education. You look at some of these countries and you look at African-American community, not only, not only in, in the Caribbean in terms of, but you look at post-industrial countries, or, post in, or sorry, post-colonial people, or post-independent people, you know, formerly oppressed or people who are free who are now have some civil rights. They have very poor educational outcomes. And I believe that that's a strategy. Okay, are, or their education is diluted. So they cannot think. They don't. So the thinking is not as they don't. We don't, don't think in critical terms to be able and and as if people don't want to academic stuff. They they're not interested in academic stuff. They're not interested in reading anymore. and Thinking deeply and and the the, the strategy behind the, our reality is systematic and it is strategic. And we have to think start now start that's why I start critical thinking is important strategy, oh, God, you
3: vertical,
27: can know strategy. Not one word is right.
1: very very important and notice I when we talk okay. earlier I started the course the the lecture today which talking about capitalism and we talk about neoliberalism and breaking down barriers and then you see why it was very important for me to talk begin the class by differentiating between what liberalism and neoliberalism and then I idea and now I'm playing the film, the docu film, and then, all oh, talking about cinema and globalization and you know, playing this film. But this film places blame. But well, and I can ask you that. Who does where where does where is the blame lies? And of course, okay, the blame lies with the politicians, the blame lies with the IMF and the World Bank. But of course, um, but the blame lies with especially with the IMF and the World Bank. But of course, next week we're gonna watch cost of corruption. And they're gonna talk about no, the blame lies with the, the people, the, the locals, the blame lies with the government. They, they, they're pointing finger, but they've had investment, the blame lies with them. And of course, even in this film, they suggest weak need. Our politicians are weak need. Or, oh, you know, what I mean, because and in fact, they are as I said to you, Michael Mann they know these, knows these, know these things, but he still they still went ahead and negotiated with them and still accepted the country and still. OK, you know, and then and then this dumb free zone that that they had there, <laughs> that they created. They created based on the initiative from these people, from the from from the World Bank or the, the, the investors from overseas. They approached Jamaica and they have a great deal. You just need to give us some money to create the factory. <laughs> but we lend you the money, though, you know? we lend you the money, but you have to sign to it and so on and so on. And the thing is, and the fact that Jamaica was creating a problem because, you know, Jamaicans wanting Caribbean people and, these, you know, after, if they don't get their way, they're going to demonstrate, fine, they're demonstrate. we're going to go somewhere. They, pack, they, closed, they brought people in, they were still demonstrating, they pack up shop and went somewhere to one of the other countries where, there is, where wages are low. And that's what globalization did. Globalization and their liberal globalization created an opportunity for this to happen, where if one country is creating a problem for capital, they can up and even go to somewhere else. Or they can threaten you and say, well, if you do not do X, Y, Z, then we will leave. And of course, that's what happened. All right. They left. They left. And, and now they're left with a, a, a billion of dollars in loan, which they, I don't think Jamaica should be paying back. They should fight this loan. It, it makes no sense. That's what I'm talking about, strategy. They do not understand, understand strategy. They don't think in terms of strategy. And they locked him. I said, Haiti turn around and pay this $24 billion to France. I'm like, excuse me? I don't care if the U.S. don't recognize my freedom. I don't care if France don't recognize my freedom. I am free. We are free. I want are not nobody for no $24 billion. Okay? And we're going to develop the local and make our country um, self-sufficient enough. And then when people see and want, want our product, so that people can't deny it, but they have to come to us and say, okay, let's, let's buy Jamaican food that's part of the discussion that's part of the violence where i am not going to follow the rules and the conditions and, the and they tried it a little bit they tried it a little bit but we start when you start studying but let me finish this video and then some of you might have to go that's fine i will make the video available the entire lecture available on youtube and i'll send you guys a link to the youtube feed but i, um, I don't want to lose this so i'm just going to the next thing you know, I stop it and next week I don't have access to it. So I'm just going to run this video and, um, and then you can access it probably by Sunday. I'm going to try and start uploading it now at the end. But it may, it's going to take a while, so it probably won't be available until to tomorrow. Sometime tomorrow. Okay, but um, let's finish watching.
16: The question of where is the power in the IMF first, um, the votes of each country are in proportion roughly to its size in the world economy. So the U.S. has just over 17.5% of the vote because it's the biggest economy in the world. And Japan has the second most votes and Germany the third. So in that sense, the U.S. is by far the biggest single voice. To
18: change anything in AM, if you need 80%
16: of the vote, and I think the United
18: States and Western European countries control more than 80% of the vote, which means that you can't change anything in the IMF unless you get their approval.
31: Demand them, them economical plan. Still can't find a solution. Borrowing money for World Bank and our friend. Is life and death. We are afraid life and death, freedom not yet. Farmers get a blow, foreign food so and so, American farmers get a upper hand. While our farmers going one-day-one, bank slash, dude flash big boy, item stash. No money, no job, borrowing money, filling.
10: Capitalism and our friend. Look at every IMF country today and tell me which has a really good hospital service, which has a good educational system, which has anything. All of them were trapped in that old colonial crisis of finance.
31: Life and death.
27: To the IMF and the World Bank, they found it viable enough and came to our systems. I think in dealing with people like the
10: IMF and the World Bank, it's important that you do your homework so well that you don't take to them a plan where they dictate to you what to do. They were not created by an international body that included the interest of developing countries.
11: Haiti is a country where we live with less than 250 US dollars per capita. That means if you just follow the structural adjustment program without thinking on the economic situation of the people, you will just collect money to pay the interest of the debt and not investing in people. No
31: more blind feet We need food in our plate. Look how long we are sweating. Those
11: who are responsible of those institutions, they may have goodwill, quote unquote. But the results are telling so many others that it's not what we have. As a matter of fact, why do we have today 1.3 billion people in the world living with less than one dollar a day?
10: Those who control affairs have no interest in whether you are self-sustaining. They are doing their work, their duty, if the pressures that they put force you to a greater dependence on foreign capital. So you see, it's not as simple as capital coming in. What kind of capital? And does the capital help you to become self-sustaining?
31: It's life and
11: death. McDonald's could be using so many products grown in Jamaica, like Irish potatoes and seasoning and vegetables.
0: In
13: other words, what they do is import all these things. So that is how them strangle the small governments, them coming in like them building, but really breaking
23: down more than all them building. The case was very important because it was the first case in Jamaica dealing with the the effect of globalization in in that commercial respect. U.S. McDonald's claimed that the Jamaican company was passing off its business as theirs. By using the name McDonald's, they would cause people to think that they were really a branch of the U.S. company. And the Jamaican company insisted that they were here first and had been here for over 20 years using the name. The U.S. company claimed that by opening offices here, they'd provide employment, they would purchase stock and uh, raw materials, from local producers, and they would therefore help the economy. They placed great emphasis on the size of their advertising budget. They spent billions of dollars worldwide promoting the name, and they argued that that gave them in all countries that received US satellite TV that had US magazines on sale, people in that country would necessarily know about McDonald's and associate the name with that company. The simple aspect was that the nature of the Jamaican operation was such that it would confuse no one.
9: On today's menu we have curry goat, roast beef, fish and chips, chicken and green peas.
23: They sold, to a large extent, traditional Jamaican fare. The judge refused to close down the Jamaican company. And, and that did create some pressure because Chamber of Commerce and similar people who were calling us to say, you're keeping out business and you're preventing the development of the economy. It's a
16: question of what's fair for the citizens of that country. If they're working, and they're manufacturing, and they're producing, why shouldn't they have the right to buy things that other people have in the rest of the world? You know, there's just Burger King, and
18: Kentucky Fry, and pizza, and just all of the things of mass consumption in American society, in a society that does not have a productive base to sustain this.
12: McDonald's started talking to us about three years ago. This facility, which cost us 40 million to upgrade, was put in place to facilitate people like McDonald's and Burger King increase our production and make fatties that they wouldn't have to be importing them. McDonald's have asked us to supply them with a HACCP plan, we have done that. We have made burgers for them, which they have sampled and found to be okay. In fact, the taste has been much better than the ones they had imported, but we still have not been able to supply them.
7: Beef farmers from several parishes who've been hurting from the importation of less expensive meat today vented their frustrations against fast food giant McDonald's.
12: Yeah, well, i have been in farming from
26: 1977. And uh, I've never had a problem in all those years selling cow until last year. Although these animals should have been sold from December, we just canceled them. In America, you wouldn't find cows grazing in the past like this. They are injected with an uh, anabolic steroid known as stilbestrol. We can't use stilbestrol here, it just doesn't come into the country. But it's been used on farms abroad. So when the people are consuming imported beef, they're really exposing themselves to cancer-causing agents.
31: We had a, a case where one of the local businessmen thought it'd be a good deal if he could buy some chicken cheap. when they came up with an idea that they would import some chicken. This chicken, it turns out upon examination, was, I think, about 20 years old. When we determined that, yes, it was not for human consumption, he tried to convince us that the shipment only came here accidentally and that the shipment was, in fact, for Haiti and that we should release it back into his custody so he could send it on to Haiti. I've been in America. I never
11: seen nowhere in the store where them sell chicken back. But yet I see leave America and come to Jamaica. Well, it's from slavery, and you know. Remember, slavery was that the master would eat, what he can that the better part. And then the slaves would get refused. So the, the back and the neck and the tail and the foot and all these things is like a third world country.
25: A very interesting thing in the US poultry market has been the development of the passion for white meat. Um, Obviously if you take the breast meat off a chicken you're left with the dark meat, the leg and the thigh and the neck and the back. As a consequence, there is more and more of the dark meat, which is imported from the United States of America. And that has really been the threat to our market at this point. When the cost of producing a pound of depressed chicken meat in the States is very likely about 50 cents, it was being offered to Jamaica as low as 20 cents a pound. This had a traumatic effect in terms of our local industry and our ability to compete. There's no doubt that the markets in our region have been targeted by the US industry in terms of penetrating and supplying those markets at the detriment to the local industry and the possible loss of jobs.
7: The labor dispute involving management and workers who were made redundant at the Jamaica Broilers Spring Village plant in St. Catherine turned nasty today. Over 200 chicken farmers who've been suffering losses since the shutdown of the plant protested to bring attention to their plight. Former workers demonstrating outside the plant clashed with the police. Resulting in an all out brawl in which a number of persons were injured and a vehicle belonging to the plant set on fire. Mr. Wildish noted several initiatives had been taken without success to achieve international
25: competitiveness. We're told that we've got to find areas we can compete. And we say, what? What are these niche markets that we're meant to be going after? They tell us, well, Peppers and spices and these things, you should be able to grow those efficiently and you do have tourism.
15: Karen, you are riding the white, Glenn, you are riding the green crab and Robin, you are riding the yellow. So, on the count of three, we're going to set the crabs free, remember, no sudden movements. One, two, three, all right, everybody is up, but the red is in the lead now just by two crab lengths and it could be stopped in the middle, the yellow hasn't
4: moved up to now, we don't know what's happening with him.
29: The white has now taken over. The, lead. the city. Mountain. The green is still on the go. <laughs> the green is still on the go. Patricia is coaching her craft. So the white crowd is the winner of that race. Up to you to tell us who you think has
9: the best tab. You can see Scott is well tagged. Tim Tim turn around so that everybody can see your tag? Huh? Nobody said compete against guys. Oh, never mind. Dear.
12: Circumstances made me what I am. Was I born a violent man?
11: When I got here, we
30: we had about maybe 120 guards. Today we're probably about 18, 1900 guards.
11: We have 300 dogs, and we have branches.
30: All over the island. It
11: sounds strange, might sound foolish, but things are getting better every day. Another fall victim to the buried.
30: Is it a growing industry? I would say yes, it is. I mean, with the high crime rate, you know, there's always a need to protect life and property.
11: We do work for the hotels, all the homes, we do home
30: protection and so on.
12: Circumstances made me what I am.
30: Was I born a violent man? The violence caused a lot of death. Uh, and lot the violence. Without the violence, you wouldn't have so much people really dead still, you know? I met the person them for about, about 30 odd years. About 30 years. But the furniture was about two years ago now. I started to make the car from them. The furniture thing kinda of get slow like. But you know to sell?
10: And in the end, you know, you struggle, you survive and much, much suffering later I suppose you slowly begin to come out the other end. But the country that comes out is nothing like the country that it could have been. Undeniably, globalization has provided enormous opportunities for growth, investment, and transfer of know-how and technology.
16: Where does Jamaica stand now uh, is interesting. Incidentally, there is an IMF program with Jamaica at the moment. We're not lending them money, but we have what's called a staff-monitored program. We don't
18: have an IMF agreement. We are following what the IMF does would have wanted us to do on an agreement anyway. So that the influence of IMF is still very much here. We're not getting any IMF money, but we're still doing what they want us to do.
30: Tonight there are violent protests over higher taxes and fuel prices in Jamaica.
16: As many as six people have been reported killed in the unrest that is sweeping across that Caribbean island. It escalated in the past 24 hours, an 18-year-old dead at this home. The jump in the gas tax is hard in a country with many poor. The government defends it as a way to pay for bank failures, but now suggests there may be room for compromise.
10: And to this day, the crisis in the U.N., if you want to know, is the continuing demand of the so-called third world for a voice in strategic IMF policies so that they become sensitive to our interests. just constantly, it's like you're just living a walk in contradiction every day of your life. So you can imagine that we eventually had to go to them and eventually had to sign an agreement with them it was really one of the bitter traumatic experiences of my public life.
14: Jamaica was discovered by Christopher Columbus in 1493. Not too long after it was settled by human rubbish from Europe who used enslaved but noble and exalted human beings from Africa to satisfy their desire for wealth and power. Eventually the masters left in a kind of way. Eventually the slaves were freed in a kind of way. Of course The whole thing is, once you cease to be a master, you're no longer human rubbish. You're just a human being, and all the things that adds up to. So too with the slaves. Once they are no longer slaves, once they're free, they're no longer noble and exalted. They're just human beings.
30: It's not enough for one man once There's enough to feed the people in the world Man must
12: share for judge loving love and a kiss for everyone It's
11: not enough for one man once There's enough to feed the
30: world So be still Babylon
11: We must put our faith in the most high that he will not desert us or permit us to destroy humanity that he created in his image. We must look deep within ourselves into the depth of our souls. We must become something we have never been and for which our education and experience and environment have ill-prepared us. So we know our salvation rests in the hands of the Almighty. For them give we basket, they go carry water.
12: give basket, they go carry water.
15: Economic, basically, for us doing this plantation is to suffice people who cannot buy the kalalows and other things for dearer price than we doing it. We're trying to make ourselves self-reliance and self-production, like we're planting kalalow lettuce. We want onion, beets, carrots and other protein, but the land is too small for us and we have forceful people who will put out the production and in the country. If the government look for people like forceful people like us who will put out production, we can have our own thing to supply our own country. So we have a basic forceful people.
14: If you come to Jamaica as a tourist, this is what you will see. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and there we go stop share wow I um, I want to ask you because time is of the essence what a powerful I just want to wrap this class up by saying um, uh, according to the, the last scene it says we Rastafari the former emperor of Ethiopia I was reading one of his reading. Says that we were our experience and our and, and our education has ill-prepared us. And so these guys say, who we look? To? we look to the eye and eye. <laughs> Quite interesting. Anyways, um, what was important in the film? You you saw a juxtaposition. That's a very important word in cinema. Juxtaposition. Anytime juxtaposition means side by side. That's a very important word. When you watch film, the camera, the editor, they, they prepare the film and they juxtapose. It's very important, juxtaposition. If you look at the film, it shows the position of the tourists and the position of Jamaican. The tourist from overseas, who is usually white, is always at the hotel. If he comes out, if he, if he or she ventures out, he's in a car, being driven by one of the locals. But he's having fun okay, and dancing and so on. Now, if you look that any the camera shows the Jamaican or the local, it's always one of intention, crime, violence, agriculture, struggling to survive, tension, um, the, you know? So if you look, so if you, so this film looks, poses, looks at the, the any it shows the tourist. I mean, the tourist is always traveling, moving in a plane or always in a nice hotel, being served. Look at the Jamaican or the local, the, or the former colonized man. He's serving. He is in tension, or fighting with his other brothers and sisters. You saw that, that juxtaposition. juxtaposition. Real struggle, real struggle. And you see that juxtaposition. opposing
6: modern slavery, sir, and plus
1: Juxtaposition means side by side. It modern was
6: slavery was what was being juxtapositioned. Uh,
1: Okay, it shows the, the new way of the new way of hegemony in the world of exact. Okay. But anyway, it says there are two, I'll listen to this point it says there are too poor to live properly or to escape. They are too poor to live properly or to escape. You know, it's this film was, it's quite powerful. I am going to stop right there. Oh, by the way, milk, banana, corn. We saw all that. All that was affected. Milk, banana. And coin, I was very upset about the Bill Clinton situation. You know, I that still upsets me. But anyway, it was quite powerful. It was quite. We're gonna stop here, guys. We're gonna stop here. Next week, the homework is for you guys to, to do a review and to submit it before the class next week. The review, of the review of the film. Uh, okay. And one of the questions that I'm gonna ask you is, who do you think this film is? intended who is it intended intended? sorry huh say it again
2: okay what no i'm asking can we get get back access to the film despite it it,
1: it's not free. you can watch it on the youtube i'm gonna gonna, on the youtube channel This lecture is going to be available, and the film that we just played is going to be within it. So that's a good way that you can. Nobody will know that. I want the world won't know. Only you guys know that this lecture, for our lecture, as a film. So if you, so when this is lecture six, so just click on when you click on lecture six on YouTube, then use it will um you can it will be available. Everything that we did, talking about neoliberalism and then playing the film and some of the points that I make, that's great because I'm going to ask you, who is it intended for? Who, who is this? I'm going to ask you that next week. Probably that's, but I want each of, I want in your groups to do a review of this film, do a review of this film, okay? Who does it blame for Jamaica's, what does it say about Jamaica and the Caribbean, okay? Um, who does it blame in terms of Jamaica's problem? Or what claims does it make? Who is, is who is this film intended for? Is it intended for the Jamaican? Is it intended for the international? Or who is it intended for? For the tourists? Who is it intended for? Okay. And depending, you know, so that's because some of the, some of this, you some of this you guys already know. Some know some of this. You know, um, so this is so those are some of the questions you will have. And you might have other questions that from the film. So that's great. So do already you know, interact with the film, and it's going to be available as of tomorrow. Um, as of tomorrow, you can get a copy of this film. Okay, But thank you, guys. We're going to stop here. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for the students. Thank you for this class. Thank you for the opportunity that we have to watch this film and for the persons who made it. We pray, Lord God, that you you will empower us and inspire us to work for change, change the plight of, all, of, of people who are coming after us. We pray that Caribbean people and our leaders Will not be weak, need, and lack vision, but there will be vision. People with vision and people who are empowered to make the right decision, to act on behalf, to be bold enough to act on behalf of their people or, or in their people's interest, without being hamstrung by condition, by conditions and and rules and dogma. Lord God, I pray that you will empower my students, strengthen their mind, open up their critical thinking. Lord God, that give them great wisdom wisdom and help them to write beautiful essays and papers and to be able to speak academic language, technical language and to be respected and and and, 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 and be embraced as such. Bless them and keep them, even their own families and whatever they are going through, financially, economically and you help them and keep them safe, strengthen them and help them to graduate successfully and to move on to greater things in their own lives. And keep them safe from all dangers and their family, protect them, surround them with your goodness and your beauty and your love and your joy. Let the beauty of Christ be seen in them and to them. And help them to empower and inspire. And do what is given, what is required. So the information that they get from this class and other class may they be able to share it with the world and with others through various means: podcasting, blogging, okay, conversations on the bus and at church, sermons and papers and journals writing letters to the editors. Bless them Lord. Okay, guys, take care and thank you for participating. And look out good for night, my
4: sir.
1: Yeah, good night. Look out for the essay. Amen. S- I'm gonna send you <laughs> a similar versions of the class. It's gonna be available on YouTube if they don't flag me for copyright issues. It's this this book. So if not, I'm gonna send it to you straight from Zoom. Yes.
3: Before you go, you, uh, at the beginning, you were talking about an assignment. you mentioned that you would say something else on it.
1: Assignment for this week is to do a review of the film that you just watched um, in your notes. Um, and secondly, uh, the, um, last week, you guys got an assignment to do a question about Haiti. Um, and questioning Haiti's independent and why it. Do that, you can answer those two questions
19: together.
1: So, submit so in your groups. So, I need you guys to submit at least a two one to two page paper that answers the question that you were given. As you okay, you already get, you know, I'm the good thing about my class is that I give you a lot of the answers. So, it's for you not to get that in a very good way, in a, in a beautiful way, in an academic way. So, you get that answer the question. And the second thing is for well, next week now. Next week, the assignment is to do a review of this film. Okay, and one of the questions that you should answer in this film is: Do you think that the creator of this film? Who, who is it created for? Who who do you think the audience is? Okay, and why do you think that? All right, and then you can ask about um, it all, and other considerations. Say, for example, you might say it places blame on Jamaica situation overseas. Or you might say, well, I think it places blame on Jamaica, but also on the,
2: the
1: government. But it briefly mentions the government. It doesn't really, and then the government also, Michael Manning. But it didn't talk about Edward Siaga, you notice? Know That's the next thing about this film. a critique. It doesn't speak about Edward Siaga. It doesn't speak about Jamaica Labour Party. Um, where is Edward Siaga in all of Edward Ciaga has been. You know, where is he? So, in a sense, you wonder if this film is kind of lopsided. It's more an opportunity, it's really it it kind of projects people in the National Party and Michael Madrid talks more about them. It doesn't talk really about Edward Ciaga. You don't see anything about Edward Ciaga at all. Okay? And what and 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 so on. But um but you see him trying to defend himself and so on. But I noticed that. Where is Edward Siaga? In all of, and that is why. And in this course, I noticed that um, the previous professor in this course, and so on, they talk a lot about Michael Mandler. There was nothing about Edward Thiago. I updated the course to include stuff about Edward yeah, because he's very important. And I'm very, I'm an independent. I don't believe in promoting real PMI. I promote both sides. Okay, Edward Cialdini was quite important in terms of talking about. He, he was very important in terms of. Bank of Jamaica, financial development, and Reaganomics, and so on. He's he's one of the fathers of that, okay? And his insights are powerful, okay? So um, you don't see him featured much in this film, uh, but you see a lot from Michael Manning, uh, uh, okay? And Witter, and um, those are all all socialists. You don't see people like from people who are more on the softer side, like Edward Seattle. All right, anyways, so you can come up with that critique and maybe you could say, oh, I don't think this film does justice to Jamaican situation. And you have to say why, okay? So those are some of the approaches you can take. So you see, I'm answering the question. That's the beauty. My class is not hard. And I provide you with all the answers. Yeah. All right, guys, that's it. Take care. You will have this available by tomorrow meeting. All right, good, so